What up, Twisters? This is episode nine, Show and Tell, volume one. This episode, we just brought some of the things we smoke on the regular to the table, you know, different little ways that we like to smoke and things that we just do on the regular. We kind of talked about how we like to get high after work, like what's our first things we do right when we get home. We dabbed on some six star hash. We filled a blunt with a bunch of good weed and some dry sift. We did a halo dab, a bunch of other dabs, and we broke down the current marijuana laws in Alabama. The whole time we were sipping on some high end beers that were barrel aged and were super delicious. Today's episode is brought to you by Cushman's Cannabis Purveyors. They have two locations. You can catch them at 15804 Highway 99 in Linwood or 11110 Muckleteal Speedway in Muckleteal. Come on down and get yourself some fire. Welcome to the sesh. At a critical time when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape it makes the unreal seem beautiful, and the reality of life seem unnecessary. Yo, what up, what up, Twisters? Welcome, welcome. back. Welcome, Jinx, welcome. guys. I saw that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you in perfect stereo. Yep. That's how we do. I don't know if it's my mic. Hey, can you guys hear me good? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That was me last week. Yeah. Do I sound right? <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. I sound right. I just, I had to turn my headphones down just a little bit and I was just making sure it wasn't off. No, no. you're good. You're good. Sweet. So how's it going, everyone? How going are we doing? Well, well, welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Man, last episode was crazy, right? Yeah, we got yeah, fucked I got up tuned off up. that joint. <laughs> yeah, that joint was nothing to met like. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I looked back at what was in there, like the picture, and <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I just saw it was a monster. I don't even know if I ever saw what you actually the, put, put the, out. The infusions, yeah. Not to mention that it was the purple, it was a purple, uh, the Hell's Punch and the um, and the Rude Boy from Cloud9. So yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a powerful smoke for sure. That shit was crazy. Sweet smells amazing. <clears throat> oh man, what you breaking oh, yeah. up over there? What do you got? So I'm breaking up this constellation, uh, cosmic Kush. Cosmic Kush from Constellation. Yeah, what do we, what no, do we know about uh, Cosmic Kush? Do we know anything? I looked it up. It was like so Bubba Kush and potentially like a lavender or something or other cross. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. that's Cosmic Kush, and the only thing you found was the Cosmic Bubba Kush. So yeah, if, I don't know if it's the same or not. Before we get into this any further, we better uh, you know break down a little bit of what we're doing this episode. People know what to expect. We got, um, so last week we tried to do a full dab episode and then Cam decided to roll up a fucking one of them joints like off Cheech and Chong that had some Labrador in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all are calling it the tampon? Yeah. <laughs> I think the end name, in the end, the name of it was the heavy flow. The, the heavy, heavy flow, flow is what we we settled on. Yeah. That's a little, little less, uh. A little less crude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hardly, I mean, hardly. I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. really, I don't really think it's less crude as much as it's a little it's... more incognito. <laughs> hardly. Well, well you know, I, it, it, as long as you know where it originated, then, right, then that's you... what I'm saying. You could, you could think it's just a big fat joint. It's just a heavy, the heavy, heavy flow, hitter, right? The heavy yeah. Flow. But no, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know the context. You gotta yeah. know where, you gotta know how it spawned and where it came from and why we called it that. Yes. Yes. So we're going to attempt to kind of, we're going to kind of part two-ish the uh, the dab sesh from last time. We had a few things that we didn't get to 
last time I uh I had some six star full mount hash that I wanted to press out into dabs for us and so I got a little video prepped up for that and we'll be smoking on that. It's some fire, fire, fire ass shit. It's a pineapple what was it called? Pineapple sugar cookies? Yeah, pineapple sugar cookies, six star from Constellation also like the weed that Monty has. And then we never got into the Halo dab, and we never put any um, dry sift on anything. No, we didn't. And so I think those are the things that we definitely need to do this time around as far as what we missed last time. And then kind of what we're doing just to fill in the, the, the places is just kind of what do we smoke on on the regular what are we or maybe not on the regular but what are we just currently smoking on mm-hmm. what's in our stashes maybe what are we doing when we get home from work as our just kind of regular routine smoke like like you know what i mean you get home mm-hmm. do you what do you do to just make sure you're right in that right mood before you do anything else you know how long does that even take for some people i know for me it takes a minute it, it's it's a heavy sesh. I'll be honest. After being sober for so long, I mean, it doesn't really take too much to get high, but to get to really decompress from the day, especially, it's it's one of those things that it takes a second. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I found some lineage on the cosmic crush, or oh, it was a cosmic crush. Never mind. Fuck this. Damn. Yeah, the only but thing I found, like I said, on uh, Seed Finder was cosmic Bubba Kush. Yeah. See, and that- on the smell of this, I wouldn't be surprised if that's it, because like. It almost reminds me of a Frankenstein without the bite, right? Okay. On the smell. Here, you should check this out a little bit. So I found Cosmos Kush. Oh, weird. So it's it's creamy, it's cushy, it's like it's a rock hard nugget. It's a rock hard nugget. Yeah, that whole eighth was just like one nugget. I took a picture of it for the for the gram. You'll Good see that Lord. was that's an eighth nugget. It's just denser than fucking hell. Smells really good. It, I don't know what it reminds me of. Almost like, almost where the Kenzo G is, but with more like Frankenstein funk or something. Hmm. Let me see. Let me smell some of this. Has a little bit of that. Has a little bit of that basement funk to it. Yeah, definitely like that deep cushy. Some of those, some of those mold terps, but in the good way. In the good way. Yeah. Yep. Not, not not in like not in like a this this is this is spoiled weed way. No. And not I mean, at it's all. like really dense, really sticky. Mm. I've never smoked this, and my impressions on it already are pretty. Ooh, pretty Ooh. good. Yeah, I'm getting that yeah, right off the, that right off the bat. So you can really smell it. Break that one in half. I hope everybody. It's got that fresh soil smell. I mean, that's some right. shit from the mm-hmm. '90s. But I hope everybody breaks their weed and have to smell it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pop those nugs. Bare minimum, you you gotta crush it a little. Little, little pinch. Little, little separate separate the just the. The pieces? I don't know how to fucking call it. Like the I'm gonna take a bonk hit of it, Monty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm gonna, you're gonna beat me to the punch on my on my own jar of weed. <laughs> see how it is. It's not a very big one. That's what she said. Yep. Yeah, it's got that fresh soil smell, like like fresh rain, some soil, fresh. <laughs> that freshy, fresh rain, fresh. Did I mention fresh? I also got this. It's it mm. over here. Been uh, it's been a while since I've actually gone pretty hard on the it's it. I think I have a little bit left over from uh, or even our last episode we did it. But that's such a great smoke. I noticed it also the different temperatures of the it's it. You can do um, you can grab just different things. It's the uh, it's it is a what's it? It's a mint chocolate chip and the gelato. Gelato, yeah. 
So the mint chocolate chip has a bit more of that kind of, uh, I would say, sweet but gassy kind of backdrop to it. And that gelato is just super sweet. And on the different temperatures of this It's It, you can just really grab, uh, I would say, the wide varieties of both of those strains. A um, little bit hotter temperatures, I noticed that you can get a little bit more of the sweeter uh, gelato flavors. And on the lower temperatures, you can get more of the, uh, the, the that, I would say, that gassy, funky kind of stuff in the backdrop. Um, just really depending. It's really sweet overall. It's that... Uh, it's that really good live resin from Cloud9. Speaking of uh, gelato terps, wait till you try the Sunset Sherbet from Dabstract I brought. Oh, it is oh, yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I was is it? hopeful that it was going to be some real Sunset Sherbet mm-hmm. terps because I haven't had that in a while. And uh, honestly, it's 100% spot on. That's awesome. I'm yeah. really excited. And it's kind of like it says terp sauce or something, but it's almost it's more of a diamond in sauce, honestly. Yeah, I bet. Oh, well, I remember looking at it. Um yeah, you you helped me. Yeah, today. I, I helped you today at the at the store. Oh man, how's that how's that bong hit? I don't think so. I actually don't know if there was a screen in that one. Oh, this is um, leftovers from the last time. I just, oh, you just clear to waste. Too green to waste. That's okay. Too green to waste. I'm still cleaning it up. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, we're still getting ready. We're 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 almost there. We got Monty drying out the blunt. I know. I feel like I'm at a race trying to try this weed. <laughs> I'm like racing to try this weed before you do. Mo- Monty bought this weed at like four o'clock, five o'clock today, and he hasn't even opened the jar. Yeah, I waited all day just to try it. With and y'all. Nate's about to and flex like, so hard and just get this like, bong rip oh, out no, of the way. I'm smoking this now. <laughs> I just right when I smelled it, I can't help it. I'm yeah, sorry. I feel you. It's one of those weeds, and it's like sticky, dead. So you can tell it's oh, got dude. that like it has like a cookie feeling to the body of it, but it it doesn't necessarily smell like cookies or anything. Right? No. I was gonna, you know, part of me was actually gonna entertain the idea of just weighing it, just to make sure that you know it was at, it was at weight. You know, two people don't really do that too much. On uh, last time I used your scale, it blinked out on me. It needs new batteries. It needs new batteries for sure. So it doesn't hold. It doesn't stay on for very long. You can kind of get a little bit, but it it got it gets to get new batteries. Oh, How yeah. is that? All right, gentlemen. Both these gentlemen are doing this right now. I waited slightly. <laughs> it's funny because we we started smoking this weed at the same time, just like we jinxed each other earlier. I know, I know. It's the kind of day we're Synced. on here. Actually, this is fucking great. Yeah, it is. You know, like <coughs> take a moment. That's really good. Yeah, <coughs> I'm not mad. No, <laughs> man. You think I could get an ashtray this way? Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, definitely. Did a wave over my body. That's cool. Instant. Ooh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, man. Yeah, this tastes really good. I don't know. I'll be able to taste it better out of the blunt than out of this bong because I just snapped it in so hard. It's like, it's got this like nice bitterness. The smoke is super full-bodied with that dense-ass weed. Um, you know, one thing I noticed about it, uh, the percentage wasn't very high. But uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before about cannabis with uh, something this dense. When you're dealing with THC percentages, the percentage is by weight. So if the weight of the cannabis itself is so much denser than the THC it can produce, it's going to have pretty low numbers. And I think it's only like 19%. 19 total, 17 THC. Yeah, it's not huge compared to, you know, people are always on that 30% or nothing. Right. And that's honestly, Constellation doesn't really pump their numbers like that. Like all their numbers have been relatively low, but their weed looks super fire. It smokes great too. Same could be said for RM Farms. It's like they seem like they're on those honest number games. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, you never saw anything really above, I don't know, 25 unless it was just like absolutely out of control. And I don't think necessarily the quality is 
gotten that much better. I just think that the calibration on these testing has changed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because this, so the uh, six-star hash from that same company is only at 73% THC and a total of 87. So that's that's dope that it's got 14% of the cannabinoids in there. Right. And none of them are CBD. Right. It also could be fats and lipids, right, too? Or are they only testing cannabinoids in those tests? I think in the total, it just in that total cannabis. Cannab- or is that the, or is that total of the percentage of the of the of the gram? Eighty is that would that be seventy six percentage of, percent of that gram would be THC or is that so yeah seventy three percent of it is THC because I've been so eighty seven percent is total cannabinoids and and of that eighty seven seventy three so of it is THC and they're not giving us a, a results of what the other fourteen is mm-hmm. or thirteen whatever yeah fourteen. <coughs> So no, but it's it's a mix. So well, I've been thinking about this a little bit because. Uh, so then, what's left over of that eighty-seven is the fats and lipids and, and terpenes whatnot. and yeah. stuff like that that aren't being tested. Yeah, because well, I've been so, thinking about the like does have a terpene test on this four percent terpenes. So now we're up at ninety-one percent of known things in here. So you got nine percent of the fats and lipids and whatnot. Nice, because I've been thinking about the uh, like RSO and how like edibles, I would say RSO just kind of crosses over from concentrate into like edible factors right. and we, how we just move that decimal place over. Um, and I guess maybe that's because a gram of whatever it is is a thousand milligrams. Right. And so because of that, 100% of the uh, the gram needs to be made up of something. So if if it's 61% THC and what other cannabinoids and whatever it is, uh, 61, 600 and... 10 is going to be uh, your THC percentage or THC uh, milligrams. Yeah. Right. And so I like, I was just thinking about that in the terms of our, of the rest of the concentrates as well, because I guess that that would make sense. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So that, what <coughs> if, if everybody's like that 99%, you're really going for like pure white Th- cannabinoid. Yeah. Right. And that's crazy. Unless you're getting like, unless you find something that's in the 90s as far as total, but oh then only. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> this shit's so good. Holy fucking uh. ball sack. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like I was just going to say, this is like one of my first true experiences just buying some Constellation flour and rolling it up. Like I've had it here and there with the concentrates and such, but and, like I've had the rosin, a few different flavors. But this is fucking great weed. Like not even kidding. This is stupid. And I yes. don't know if everything stands up to this Cosmic Kush, but if it does, like. They came through with a purple Goddamn. punch. They came through with a mimosa. They came through with a white Tahoe cookies. I this did is... try the mimosa. That was decent. Yeah, mimosa is a purple punch cross with clementine. Yeah, very orangey. Kind of got that, you know, mm-hmm. what is clementine? Like a... It's a tangy cross. Tangy and triple OG or something like that, I think. Something. Um, golly, that's phenomenal. Yeah, really nice light ash. Um, super even burn. Flavor on that kind of crosses over too. It's got that cushy, cushy backdrop, but that kind of fresh soil, like it's a deep. I think earthiness is right there. Floral note here. Let me see if I can't find on Seed Finder what I was reading earlier about that Bubba strain. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. that is nice and like it's very light for how thick the smoke was. Right, so smooth, and that blunt crawls really well too. So that's a good roll. Like I didn't think that I was getting as fat of a hit as I did just now. So yeah, like I said earlier, the only one I found is this Cosmic Bubba Kush, um, and this is Bubba Kush Pre-98 times Lavender AM dot Core. Lavender AM Core is Lavender, Amnesia, and Super Silver Haze. So that's some pretty dope pedigree if that really is what this is. And honestly, I could kind of see it because the way it grows, it's kind of got those spears that would look like it has some Super Silver in it, Mm -hmm. and it's got that deep Kush kind of like, you know, basement funk to it. 
but then the lavender <laughs> gives it that like floral and like I don't I think this might be it. I mean I don't know. Hopefully fucking tag consolation they'll tell us or something. Right. And definitely let's get in touch with them, see if they can uh see if they can shed some light because this is one of the strains we don't know much about. Yeah. It's good. That shit hit me in the eyes. Dude, it's it's all it's like nose. an instant high. It's yeah. a pretty good one. Like I was, I've been eyeballing this one at the store for probably about two. Has it been two weeks or we? Oh, like a week. It's only been here there for like a week. Yeah, it, like, like it, it got there last mid, mid mid last week. So, uh, yeah, that's some that's some real right there. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like <clears throat> I was pretty hesitant to buy it, not because it didn't look great, but because of that just one hyper dense looking nugget. Didn't look like a very full eighth compared to so many. But mm-hmm. at this, I mean, this is amazing. I'm not gonna the spawn the curiosity to weigh it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I tried it. Right. Yeah, it's really good, dude. Definitely recommend it to everyone. Out I think there. it's got. I think it's got some of those like uplifting, like uh, like happiness vibes about it too. Like, I mean, maybe it's just like how like the the overall experience of the smoke may may attribute to that. But at the same time, it's like I kind of feel like my mood's been boosted just slightly after smoking that. Well, lavender's very euphoric in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super it is. mellow. Um, just kind of like a peaceful strain. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, super silver haze for being a sativa. I think was is pretty pretty uplifting yeah you usually yeah. don't get a huge like paranoia factor i think nope. that's why blue dream and super silver haze are such good sativas for you know i would say like smokers who want an active sativa but don't want to get that you know jittery yeah. rush or feel like they're uh their skin's crawling or anything or yeah right yeah. well blue dream is blueberry and super silver haze right yeah well it's Correct. a it's a uh, no it's an unknown haze phenotype I don't know if it's super silver specifically. At least all my oh, research yeah. is showing yeah. like just haze. Yeah. No, I'm pretty it sure it's blueberry it's, and super silver haze. Okay, yeah. that's and what's up. Super lemon haze is uh, lemon skunk and, and super, super silver, silver haze. haze. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> super silver haze comes from a Amsterdam company called Greenhouse Seeds. Mm-hmm. They've been around for fucking ever, yep. and they uh, they won with the super silver haze cross. They did. They won like three cannabis cups in a row. Damn. Yeah, in Amsterdam yeah. when it was like only there. Silver yeah. silver haze has been around. Like super silver haze has been. A serious strain for a long time ever since rack even got started that one's well i would say uh that one's been pretty relevant yeah. throughout for real it's, that was it was relevant <laughs> through medical t- days too and i've seen like the best and worst cuts of it too and i think that's because it is you know seed strain so who knows right what, or how been around for so genetics. long yeah right which i don't I, you know i love it super silver haze is a strain that i've recommended to many people who wanted a sativa but were scared of the anxiety and I've been like, look, try one hit of it, see what it does to you. And, I, and I'm not going to promise you anything, but most results I get are non-anxiety driven from a super silver haze, which is pretty awesome for a sativa. Yeah. For me personally, if I don't eat, smoke super silver haze and drink a cup of coffee, oh man, I'll be spinning and like getting that way too much caffeine high. More, You know, as if I drank two cups of coffee or something mm-hmm. on an empty stomach. You know okay. what I mean? It's it's a trip. Speaking of coffee, I've been sipping on this coffee. I, I took a little nap to get prepped for this midnight <laughs> podcast, and then I woke up and brewed myself a fresh AeroPress. This black coffee with that blunt is fucking on point. If it, if, if anybody yeah, has, has not done that, jump on it. Oh, jump dude, on. blunts and coffee go together like fucking hot dogs and mustard. Are you kidding? Any dude. type of weed. like However you smoke weed, take it and take a sip of your coffee and blow that shit out with the coffee still on your tongue a little bit yeah or vice versa the the wash is just so prime time yep just those rich overtones and flavors just crossing over each other it's crazy i like the uh um 
It's a euphoric buzz. I kind of have that like no no reason grin feeling. No reason grin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like 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 the like your mood is just kind of like I don't know. You're like just in a better. You're in a better spot at least. To me, yeah. that's the way I feel. That's some damn good. I weed. agree. Like, I would say if somebody needs that uh, anxiety relief or stress relief, this is like this is on fucking that. like pretty perfect. This is on that. Yeah. Unless, like, all of a sudden we start spiraling. <laughs> well, you know, we're about to get crossed up with a lot of different stuff, so. That's true. I'm, I'm glad I started with this, though, because I was genuinely curious about this brand. Yeah, me too. And me I'm, too. I wasn't, pure, I wasn't particularly high coming into this. I really want to, I actually really want to bring this brand on the on the show, see if we can review them as, Just a, like as a line. Well, it's nice because we're going to do the their bubble hash tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should jump right into that next. Yeah, and just kind of stay on a little a little short constellation kick before yeah. we get into stuff we're fairly familiar with, I'd say. For sure, kind of unofficially. Dude, so yeah, it's 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 one o'clock right now. This still tastes really good. I'm all the way down to like a roach that's hard to hold. Yeah, situation. it looks like it'd be hot and as shit. It is very hot. Yeah, I keep switching hands, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, still tastes have, so good. I can't put it out those yet. Tweezers. Yeah, I got those tweezers right there, man. You know that it's seriously good weed when you got to come out with the tweezers, and right? Just, like, you get gotta, every last inch of it. You got to get it all. Yeah. Really, I'm like. I almost want to just roll another one of those because it was such a fun, you know? <laughs> it was so I good. call that the rinse and repeat. Oh, so man. good, you just got to do it twice. Right? Right? Man. Damn. I need more girls like that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they might be listening. Right? Yeah. Hit, hit up them fucking DMs. Slide that DM. Right? <clears throat> you guys want to, uh... well, shit. You want to hit this? I got it already pressed out. Are we you want okay. to try this again? Or are you uh, good? Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> this thing is like a quarter of an inch on the on the paper. At yeah. least like it's a ha- like like the whole thing is a half inch long. You might need to push it to get some airflow. Nope, it's good. No, nope, he's raging. a pro. He's a pro. I'm just afraid of my mustache going up. That's oh, all. Yeah. The only thing I was gonna say was like, dude, you and the mustache trying to hit that roach is like yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, it's cinched on a, a lot of hairs. I got like one side that's got all these little cinched hairs on it. My it's turn. the natural my trimmer. Turn. Yeah, right. He's natural trimmer. Like, oh man, you keep that part as well. <laughs> no. I got that scoop that was hanging off the end of it, but I, I got it out. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Are we trying to hit are we trying to pass this one this one around one more time? I'm good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna scary hit this thing one more time. I brought kind of a stupid little uh trio of ears to pair tonight. All right. What do we I, got? Uh, I really hit the vault. <clears throat> oh, man. So to start, I got this ballast point. Ballast Point's, uh, it's out of San Francisco, I'm pretty sure. Ballast Point? Not, no, San Diego, sorry. Okay. Yeah, San Diego. Um, the other San in yep. Cali. <laughs> uh, but this is dope, so I don't know if you've ever heard of High West uh, Distillery, but they do like rye and bourbon. That's pretty dank. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Uh, pretty good distillery. Uh, but this beer is a Imperial Porter with coffee and vanilla flavors aged in High West bourbon and rye barrels. Okay. So, um, yeah. Bourbon and rye barrels? Yeah. That's so crazy. These, so we got the crossover. Are right. these barrels that were used for bourbon and used for rye, or it transfers from one barrel to another barrel? Probably one barrel to another. Uh, rye and bourbon are like two different spirits that were each done in barrels two, of their own. Yeah. That's, right. That's what and we're talking they about. They're based on like, yeah. So rye, the to be rye whiskey, it just needs to be uh, mostly rye as far as the ingredient right no but if that so that's been aged in rye and whiskey barrels yeah and then they mix it together 
That's what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a blend of rye okay, and gotcha. bourbon. I didn't know if they took the beer, beer and, yeah. and aged it in a whiskey barrel. Yeah, I wonder if they then did Then took it out of there and put it in a rye I bet you barrel. at the tap house, they. I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm just talking out my ass and guessing. But I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a rye one and a bourbon one. And then they just try side by up. side if you're at like the tap house or something. Right. Because that wouldn't be out of that'd be, that'd that, be dope. Uh, possibility. Yeah, there's that another. Would be cool to be about. And then just right. like do like yeah the flight the rye the 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 bourbon and then the middle. Yeah, try yeah, to, dude. Uh, it's like it's like that ice cream machine that spits out all three. Yeah, I have uh, <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite uh, breweries does a beer, and uh, it only releases once a year, and it's always been bourboned, but they have special rum, and like different you know different barrel versions now that's the abyss uh, from Deschutes. okay so yeah another i think i've seen like a i know i've seen a rum one and maybe like a, oh okay a tequila one or something i don't remember crazy but yeah they got some they got some wild barrels they're using and then talking about blends uh fremont does a dark star yeah that's mm-hmm. um aged mm-hmm. in bourbon barrels right and what they do is age it for different lengths of time and then re-blend it so it could be like a eight month uh 10 month and a 16 month oh wow does it say on the box what they are yeah and every year it's a little bit different does it cost more to get an older one versus a a younger one um well each year is a blend of all those different oh uh, gotcha okay when you buy that bottle that came out that year it'll tell you how long so they only release one year like one one edition a year yeah and they can be kind of hard to get your hands on damn there was just some at the store i didn't buy it because i didn't know it was like limited that. edition yeah that's dude you're gonna have to go back you know you're gonna have to go back up. i bet it's gonna be gone you bet you it won't so after they listen to this it will be though i have a custody come through she goes could i get a pour that diplomatico rum i'm like <laughs> hell yeah you can <laughs> you are a boss and you know what's up right and uh so i get it for her and she's like i was like yeah man i'm fucking low i need to get some more i don't want to finish it yet she's like where'd you get it <laughs> I was like total wine. She's like, I was just there. They're out. Oh, oh I know, no. right? I'm like fucking. I hope I didn't do that to myself. And then, no, I mean, uh, it was okay. Yeah, and then I went there. We're not that popular. All right, I was there. <laughs> and, uh, right? I don't know. We got we like got we got five listeners. We got over twenty five bottles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they said they were out for a couple of days now, and they don't know when. The next shipment is on. Oh no! So I opted into a different bottle. It was pretty good, but not quite the same. Not quite the same. Yeah, it was fucking. That was that was next level. It was amazing. Yeah, right. It was amazing. Talking about these uh, different blends and everything makes me th- made me think about a conversation I had earlier today with my cousin. My cousin's an HVAC, and this is totally off in third fucking world here total off subject here off but, in third world. off in third world I think <laughs> like that's district how, nine or some <laughs> shit exactly. so um he's he's an hvac and he says he goes to places and they remind and the other part this reminds me of jam and when we said what's the aura of your company mm-hmm. you know what it is is he went in there and there's this company that comes and they create the scent for your company. And then they, Oh wow. They give you like the incense or like market. Oh fuck. So this is now your scent. So like if you run a, um, a hotel say, cause this is, this is where I first experienced this was so that every single hotel in the world that's yours, when somebody walks into it, it's the same exact smell. 
and that is that's uh, that's that's next level too right like I, like i wouldn't be so and so what they do is that it's a little canister of air freshener yeah it's, that goes into the ducting yeah oh that's so, so it goes through the own, whole they got their own proprietary di- like dispenser yeah. okay yeah they have their own proprietary dispenser and then Turf they come dispenser. to your work to your company and then create the smell that you want for your company and Damn. then trademark it as your company you like, like walking and this is the worst from smell leather i want to like give them my right. deodorant stick and be like make it happen make right? it happen yeah. i want sandalwood leather fresh soil yeah, spread this yeah exactly i want to just bring them some weed and try to see if they can weed that would be some Can't weed terpene oh just dude replicate this shit and but yeah. just, through my whole but just show them a back like like a terpene profile and be have like you, yep have you ever been to like a can of con or one of these conventions where a terpene testing company is out there and they have yeah. a bunch of vials of terps. Yeah. yeah. I haven't yet. Try, I have yet to be one of these festivals like Yeah, this. they'll have all the single terps on their own. You kind of smell them and like, you're like, okay, I get it. You know, they have like, you're familiar with these kind of scents, but, um, and then they'll blend them together to try to recreate like Jack hair. Right. And it's like, okay, I get it. It's close. Yeah. It's close. It's close like what I feel like fake meat probably is like right now. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, I've gotten a sample from them of um, sour diesel, which I know very, very well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then when I took it and I mixed it with just some straight like THCA, it got closer. Okay. Uh, okay. The, you know what I mean? So adding the cannabinoids back yeah, into it? It, it yeah. got closer, but it still wasn't there. But man, I had that. I had. I got two. I think I got that in GDP, and it that shit was fierce. I would do just a drop straight into the banger sometimes of the sour diesel, and it literally would just like open my eyes with that fucking pining. Like, oh, oh wow. god, it was it was real. Damn. Like at the display thing, they have a bunch of those um, the smell diffuser things, the humidifier ones, mm-hmm, and yeah. each one will have a different terpene in it. Oh, that's wild for you to come up and smell. Okay, and then they have little sample things like you know you get like 20 drops in a sample yeah it's pretty cool okay that sounds really cool for sure i'm gonna try to roll up a little blunt so we can uh at least have a little puff while we sip this beer right right. i've been so do we want to go on this rosin I mean, I'll go. Rosin, I'll do a dab of this star? rosin real quick. I meant six star. Not yeah, rosin. you know what? I, I, we. I was just. I was just copying you. You, you, put, <laughs> you, you. You planted that seed in my brain. So, but yeah, I'll do a dab of this. So a couple tips on the six star front. If you get good six star, it should be in a fridge to start. And uh, yep, <laughs> this looks beautiful. The reason you want to keep it in the fridge is because they're really just trichome heads. And they're, they've been like, so six stars created with ice and water. Basically, uh, you agitate with really cold water. Uh, You agitate the like fresh frozen plant material uh, till the trichome heads get brittle, snap off, and fall down to the bottom of the water solution. And then you strain this water off, pipe it off in through a series of uh, screens at the bottom of, like, you know, bags, basically. Um, nylon bags. And each screen is a different micron size in, uh, what do you call that, you know? Uh, yeah, different micron size screens. So, like, it'll be 150 microns or 200 microns oh, to create different uh, size Trichomes yeah, so go through the different size screens, creating different grades of hash depending 
on um, which screen. Because yeah, and then every strain is is got a different kind of you know perfect trichome head size. Right. So I think uh, yeah, it's like so like the seventy five <coughs> micron <coughs> is a really really dope one, and then like the hundred and five is a, is another one that catches a lot of dope strain, ass yeah. shit. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like strain is strain dependent. Yeah. It's so crazy. Cause like some strains just produce huge ass trike heads that catch all up in one screen. Whereas other strains just catch all up in the other. I've never, um, I haven't made enough to really differentiate strain to strain. Like which ones were doing what I didn't make enough. You know, I made it quite a bit. One time I ran a batch of double purple doja. Double purple doja is a strain that, when the buds get as big as, like, your pinky, so two weeks into budding, it starts turning purple, and yeah, it and stays like, purple through the like, whole like thing. red wine purple, too, Yeah, in just my experience. deep, deep purple. And that shit, when I washed it, the water turned that deep purple color. I it looked it like, like, like when you wash it looked like grape juice. Cut. It's like beets, when they kind of infect yes. everything. It's exactly, like it was carrots. exactly like that. Or purple potatoes. And the hash turned out... Um, kind of a grayish color because of the way that the amber and the purple mixed together. I could see that it turned into like a a purple plum. Like you know, uh, you know how plum can can fade to gray kind of yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. It was like that. It was kind of it was really really interesting to see that happen. And man, because we used to use a um like a little uh, a washing machine that would go in an RV. Yeah, repurposed right. as a hash maker is what some company basically did. I mean. When so I really yeah, I, looked I made, at it, that's what it I was. I helped make hash for a living for a couple of years in a big uh, 502 spot. And we were just cranking out in a big uh, walk-in cooler, basically cranking the stuff out. And yeah, we'd use like these uh, washing machines, like you're saying, kind of smaller than the regular industrial ones, but still fairly industrial. Wow. And the original bag is just like a big net bag and all the trikes get knocked out. Yep. And then, you know, and you got to keep it all really cold. And then, yeah, you siphon it with reverse osmosis water through a, a series of bags and like i was trying to say they're staggered in inside of each other uh and yeah, like the bags are layered in, within in each order. other yeah in yeah. order from uh you know biggest to smallest and honestly like you'd think maybe the smallest would be the best but it's not that's often like particulate and just like the finest little you know stuff that passes all the way through mm-hmm. but in <clears> there will be a one or two layers that are considered like five or six star full melt hash yep there's also that dry ice method, right? Where you uh, just... You, well, you, and that you, would be the difference between like dry ice sift or dry ice keef. This mm-hmm. is considered ice could hash you, or Could or you do the same hash. thing if you just had different layers of bags with the dry ice? Or does that really not work the same because of how abrasive yeah. the dry ice is? <clears throat> but there's something about the really cold It's like there's wet, two... Go ahead, uh, sorry. Trikes. I don't know. And it's fresh frozen. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if you... I don't know. And it, it like the dry ice makes the plant material brittle, so it eventually will turn the plant material to like a fucking a powdered anyways, dust. Yeah. yeah, so then that will start passing through at some point. So you'll still get so much particulate, you won't get this really fine, high quality. I get you. Let me talk about this dab for a second. Holy shit! It first hit me kind of like a almost a, almost a savory hit, mm-hmm. and then it turned into like just a really nice kind of um, doughy, kind of almost slightly fruity um, green. Nova and smack me in the face like four times before I could finally <laughs> finally realize Green what was going on. Nova, yeah, it was uh, Green Nova face slap. Sounds like a seventies like prog band, dude. Green Nova, Green Nova. It's my it's my next it's next it's the name of my next prog band now. There you go. You can have it for free. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
I said it. Yeah, but I, I, I made you think about it. Right? Um, what's it? Speaking of purple, right? Uh, back in the day, whenever Sailor Jerry was a, a prominent tattoo artist uh, in Hawaii, he would commonly have other people in his city trying to compete with him and, and, and more or less get his style. And eventually, at some point, he was able to finally get purple ink, which was a big deal because for a long time, they were just kind of rendered to like yellows and browns and and reds and stuff like that so at one point he was able to get purple and there was a uh like a there was an artist that was basically just like go send a send a dude down there and get a tattoo from him and ask him how he's doing it and so he does and as after he's done with the tattoos like so how'd you get the purple link i was just kind of you know in the area but you know sailor jerry's not a not a fucking not a not a he, he can't have his, like a fast one like that pulled over him, so whatever it is. <laughs> so he he tells him, like, oh, I uh, I pulped up uh, orchids, and uh, you put that inside, you know, my ink to be able to to make it purple. So he ends up... Turns out he just mixed red and blue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they had blue back then. Otherwise, it would be just that easy, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but so he takes that information back and gives that guy some inform that 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 piece of knowledge and ends up poisoning the next uh, the next person that he gives him just because orchids are. Uh, I was gonna say orchids are gonna fuck you up. Right? Orchids are poisonous, and so you, oh, you, you you deliver that straight into the bloodstream. It's gonna it's gonna toxic it's gonna you know toxify somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that guy died, um, but that guy like went the to the hospital. Was, <laughs> the, have you heard about those jailbirds that were willing to just put fucking like bic ink in their eyeball? Oof. In their and eyeball. Yeah, they died Oof. on the whites of their eyes, like a with color. big ink. Yeah, well, that's what they had in jail. Yeah, yeah, right, well, yeah. I've seen a bunch of big it. ink tattoos on regular skin, but not on the eyeball. But yeah, yeah, and at the same time, like that, like they were okay. So I watched a video on that. Like, there's, there, it was only developed by like one guy, and so like as long as. Uh, it's so it's such a delicate procedure. What Got is this, to to, to it tattoo the, your eye to color the whites of your between, eyes? It like goes in the like delicate little layer in between your like skin mm. of your eye and the whites. Yeah, it's exactly. It's fucked. It's permanent. It's weird. It's uh, permanent. And like yeah, you, you like you'll never get. You'll never be normal. You'll never have normal eyes. You'll again. never <laughs> be normal again. I say that, but you'll never have normal eyes again. Oh bitch. Ay ay ay. Cheers, gentlemen. Oh, oh shit. That go out. Well, it went out on me. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. All right. I'm about to take a dab, too. About to hit this rosin. Or, man, I keep wanting to call it rosin because I pressed it out with my hands. Man. I rolled ah. a little micro of that same way. Oh, my God. So good. That beer. Oh, that's tasty. That's chocolatey. Definitely has a strong mocha kind of like overtone to it. It's kind of almost like a coffee-like flavor. Yeah, it's that. Well, it's a vanilla porter. It's like, a porter, it's kind right? Of an imperial porter, though, so it's got a lot more Ooh. ingredients to make it uh, like way more robust. Damn. So I bought earlier shines. this week. I bought a porter and a stout, and I still have them at home because I want to try them right next to each other, basically, or one right after the other. Gotcha. To really, because I don't think I know the difference really. You know what I mean? Like when I'm in a restaurant or whatever and I order something like that, I know I'm just getting like a dark, thick, chocolatey-ish, coffee-ish beer. Yeah. And I don't really know like the fine notes between the two. So I just cop some gotcha. from the little In a nutshell, house. like you're familiar with the difference on it, like an uh, an L, a Pell L, and then uh, like a, a IPA. I think on a mechanical level, not really. Like I definitely will know the difference between... Uh, no, uh, IPA and a pale ale, like by taste, but I don't know. What was the other one you said? 
like a like a pale ale or IPA or just like a regular like ale, like a blonde or something like that. Yeah, I kind of can. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Definitely so, between the IPA and the rest so of them. Porters are on the light spectrum of roasted malts uh, used in a beer. So like they they roast the malt still, but it's on the lighter spectrum of that roasty style of beer. So when you pour like a porter, it's not always you know, opaque black, just like dark as night. It can often be just like a, a brown, you know, dark beer, but you can kind uh. of see some light through the corners and, um, often the percentages, you know, they, they're not intense, you know, they can be, you know, you can get up strong porters, but that's a combo right there. <coughs> this blunt, <coughs> this blunt, this beer, dude, that was real, right? Not High real West, good. victory at sea, ballast point. Yeah, good stuff. Comes in a four pack. Oh, man. You're going to have to go to like a, some kind of a place that has decent, you know, beer selection. But totally worth the cop. Somebody told me they sold out. I don't know who they sold out to. That's a bummer. But that keeps happening with these breweries, man. Like you find a brewery you like, and then all of a sudden, fucking Conglomo Beer buys it. Sucks. Same thing like Elysian got bought up by fucking Anheuser-Busch, too. Yeah. Somebody, something happens all Can't blame them. Yeah. Come at me with $10 million to. Quit making beer and just start going making it in my garage again. Start over. I'll do it. Yeah, I feel it. You know, it's I built this wrong. name up on this one. I'll do it again. Right. I, just, I already I already got a reputation. Exactly. On this, on my next bottle, as long in my contract, I'm going to say, as long as on my next thing, I can say from the creators of Ballast Point. <coughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> sure. Then, you know. As long as I can use this, my, my previous reputation as a, exactly. as a platform. Exactly. That'd be dope. Um, so what's uh, been up there for the last week with everyone? Anybody do? Uh, so we got Endgame finally. Monty went and saw it. I yep. still haven't. Cam still has not saw it. We're about to ruin a couple things for him. Nah, I don't even want. All right, I've already, I've already, I've already no, seen, I've already seen, the, I've already seen the memes. I saw. It's not like I really don't, don't, don't like. So at the, at the end of the day, like don't, don't. Ru- at the end of the day, don't ruin anything for me. By this time this comes out, it'll be. On the th- it's third Friday in the movies. Actually, I think I'll be able to get to this one I early just, like, just because we got this going on. I'll work on it tomorrow. Spoilers, you know what I mean? Because there's always that person. I'm not going to like spoil anything big. But it was a dope movie. But it's a dope ass movie. Fuck yeah! Like it's worth seeing on a big ass screen. I mean, which which Marvel movie isn't really? You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can name a couple, but but the way that they see, all I want to do is like talk about the structure of the movie, which is kind of a spoiler. And what they itself. did as the structure. You is, know it, what I mean? is it similar to Infinity yeah, War? I would just fucking leave it. You know what? I didn't even watch commercials. Like, I don't even I bet, like watching no. commercials. They didn't even really show. I watched. I watched. They I, really. was, I watched one. They haven't. Re- <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show anything too much in the commercials either to let you know anything just because of people's. I appreciate that. People's physicalness in this were so different so that you could tell the difference okay. of who they are. Yeah. That anything was kind of a spoiler if you show too much. So they didn't Makes show sense. very many spoilers at all. Yeah. There was one thing. So I've listened to a couple of podcasts about like their spoiler podcast. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's been two weeks. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Yeah. But um, so I'm not going to say anything important. But like, so I mean, is it obvious? Everybody, like, man, I would just fuck. leave it, dude. God damn it! Yeah, you can't talk about, about it. it. You can't talk Another about great, it. Another uh, great. I mean, the Game of Thrones too. Just keep <laughs> on keeping on. That's just, that's just been, that's just I just been want to bang, Hulk yeah. smash. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. <clears throat> but it's not even Hulk smashes. Hulk smash. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> See, I um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just glad that you can have a fucking three hour movie that's pretty well dope as fuck. I, you I, know? I think did, that did as long as. 
Sorry, go oh, ahead. I, I think as long as it's always entertaining, people will sit and watch it. I think that that's really, that could be a staple for, that could be that could be a testament for a lot of things, honestly. Yeah. And it was Did you cool. feel like it like was I, three hours? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, for I sure. didn't. I brought my flask and my packs. <laughs> uh, allegedly. Time got away from them in general. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't nice. even get up and go to the bathroom once. I've seen it twice already. No, I didn't either. Oh, dude. That's how much I love it. That's how I wanted to. That's why I wanted to spoil it so bad. Because I already went and saw it twice. You know, All right, Nate. I can't even see it once. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nate. Let's go see it tomorrow no. before work. Shit. The Morning? third time. Here we go. Third time. Man, Shit's you'd a- be a great person to see it with. I would be. Get high as fuck. Monty, you're off work tomorrow. Let's go do this. Damn. Send it again. It is pretty dope. I almost wouldn't mind. It, me- it was dope enough. Like I, I want to fucking just start from the from the get on watching the the whole cinematic universe on this shit. Oh yeah, damn. Gonna- yeah, it sounds so nice. But I, it's like it's a bitch. How do you like? I Where do you start? All- How do you go in order? Well, yeah, I wish it was all in one. Honestly, so, honestly, one- you should probably just watch all the uh, the extra uh, extra scenes like on YouTube or something like that in a, in in whatever sequence they're supposed to be in, and then the post. The yeah, the post scene stuff. Yeah, because like that would that would that's, that that's, fills in so many gaps. It really does, and so like if you do that and then watch the movies, you probably like you would probably wouldn't necessarily have to worry about too much. So being a Marvel, what? I don't I don't understand. You what you're know, so you know the post credit scenes, right? Oh, I'm just saying I want to watch all the movies. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. right. And, but what about the post? You're talking about like where if, to start. Where to start? No, watching no. the post. Where to start in the series of when? Like what order to watch them? Is that what no, you're no. You can go on the internet and see what. What's yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Okay. There's multiple different. There's multiple different um, lists of if you want to watch it in the order they came out or watch them in chronological chronological order to where like captain marvel would be first i mean captain america would be first captain marvel would be second mm-hmm. if you watched them like what years they are taking place oh in. so you can actually go through and watch it in the sequence like i said do it like like he would like you said last episode tarantino style like you can actually go through and watch yeah, it in, in, time, in order like timeline yeah, yeah in the i, I don't think it. i'm gonna try to do it till captain marvel comes out yeah me i'm, I'm not I didn't gonna see that in the movie theater yeah. i'm gonna spend the thousand dollars on the whole box set when it comes out oh so that's shit. what i was trying to get i at, know i how will the fuck do you watch all of them because there's no one platform that's got all of the movies like yeah it's a mix you're gonna have, you have to stream yeah you gotta stream some you gotta buy some at the second hand at the pawn shop you'd be able to get some right be able to go get the iron man's i'd looked at i just your, looked your, up the uh captain mar or cap god damn it the captain america box set in 2d and 3d is i think um 70 bucks or something oh wow and that's just captain america okay. yeah it's not even iron man nope you can get the iron man one and the thor one you can get all three of them for 70 bucks for, for oh. no i think it was 125 for all three wow I feel like the so Iron that's Man nine movies. My least favorite out of most of them. Right. I think it's the. I think it's just. I think it's just the Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it through the Thor ones. That's why he stopped making Thor, movies. Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. I kind of like first, the Thor ones. I mean, they the just Thor Ragnarok fucking, was the best one. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok was dope, but the first two Thors, I. I'd fall asleep every single time. Yeah, they don't interest really? me that much. I think it's also got to do with the. They the, looked dope. I don't know. I, they were fun to look at. Like they were just fucking like the. The place he was in was dope looking. Right. I don't know. Crazy. The first one was even kind of I don't for, the first one on was Earth kind when of he doesn't have powers. Yeah. yeah. Like what's what's cool about this guy who doesn't have powers? I guess I could see that. Bad <laughs> time. Yeah, it's been a I know I'm <clears> waiting to <throat> get in there. So yeah, back to uh back to the hash real quick. Yeah. Um when you have uh 
now taking the time to wash it and it comes out through these bags. Then you have to freeze it because it's got all this water in it. So you freeze it until it turns like a little puck. And then you have to microplane it. And all this being done in the cold room. And you microplane it onto like a sheet pan with parchment. Microplane? This is a microplane. Term. Microplane is like it's using like a zester a, almost. Yes. Really like fine. a mini cheese okay. grater. Yeah, like the really fine, like you'd use on like a Parmesan or something like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, so you need a microplane and you sit and microplane these little hash, frozen hash pucks until you get this beach sand consistency, basically. And you have to dry it out in a really cold setting. Um, damn, he's going in a nice strip. There it is. There it is. But you have to dry it out really well in that cold room to avoid any water because water will lead to bacteria growth later. So you sift it through a colander mm-hmm. after the sheet pans. And yeah, you get that really nice beach sand consistency. And then you got to see which, uh, which consistencies you got actually fully melt. <laughs> and then the, those consistencies that don't, Typically get squished into rosin. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so. that smells savory as fuck too. It smells like. What does it smell like? It smells like fucking. Is that big enough? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing too. <clears throat> one thing that I think is it smells uh, like Asian food for some reason. I don't know. I like. I don't even know how to describe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could see that. I'd say a big benefit to dabbing this, other than you have no, uh, clearly no uh, solvents, solvents. leftover yeah. solvents, you're, 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 you're dabbing full trichome heads, so it's a full plant style high. Yep. You're not really missing out on any kind of uh, component that's not going to be dissolved <laughs> by the gas that you're using. Like every gas has a different kind of whatever polarity. Yep. It's going to dissolve different types of molecules and such and different components that the cannabis can produce. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with this, you're just snapping the trichome head off collecting it with little to no impurities and uh yeah so you're getting a really full cannabis based high it's similar to like smoking weed compared to dabbing is kind of a its own beast right that's why i was bringing up the point of the uh wide variety cannabinoids that 14 percent in between that's where that that uh, more weed like high comes from mm-hmm. instead of it just being a straight thc high because <laughs> other cannabinoids that weren't tested and uh, fats and lipids and stuff like that. Yeah, they all have a purpose, like like we were saying before, to either extend the high or gear the high towards a indica or a sativa. <laughs> this is how you talk when you're not trying to cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monty's going in on the dab. There it is. There it is. Mm. I'm gonna help it. I couldn't help it down the rest of that beer. It's so good. It's so good. The like, foamies oh, no. even taste good. Oh, so is that oil? What the fuck? Our ash. Ash, yeah. Oh man. That shit's spendy. Eighty bucks at our store, and you know we probably got it at a real good price. Yeah. At least comparable to anywhere else. Oh, yeah, man. That's so good. It's expensive, but I feel like it's worth it. It really is. I had a customer I just like I need to tell me they didn't necessarily like it. I mean, I guess different strokes for different folks, but I don't know. I like I I, I'd like to be able to take that experience with them. Like I like not like be able to like why what 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 are you doing differently than what we're doing? Like why we enjoy it so much more. So I think like I was saying, a lot of it comes down to 
people knowing how to deal with these consistencies. So when you right. have this something that's like people have taken all this effort to to bring a beach sand type material to the table, um, and that's why we keep it in the coolers, or, or it should be properly mm-hmm. stored in the cooler. Um, and that's because these trike heads have really never been dried; they're fresh frozen, mm-hmm. and they will gel together. So if you let them expose them to heat for very long. And yeah, that's, I've that's, had this in the fridge. I've had it for three weeks, and I've had it in the fridge the whole time, and it was very sandy. It's been out of the fridge now for about <clears throat> two and a half hours, and it's and it's already changed consistency. You can throw it back um, in the fridge if you want. It's it's too late. It's yeah, too late. once it happens, it happens. Yep. Uh, it's, um, uh, and you can tell, like, when I was scraping it out earlier, like me touching the glass, and, and like I said last episode, I run a little hot, like my, my body temperature's like my uh, surface body temperature is warm. Mm-hmm. And so um, me touching the glass warmed up the glass and you can see almost a fingerprint of where my finger was touching the glass of where the trichomes had started to form together. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, that quick. That 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 volatile. That like volatile, it's, it's yeah. It's very delicate. <laughs> and then once you've ruptured those heads, now you've allow, you're allowing the terpenes to escape. So, mm-hmm. so you're slowly going to lose flavor. Yeah, and that's uh, the purpose of even having them in a glass container, honestly. Like, when you start having them in silicone containers, um, that thing that's why the industry is moving away from silicone containers and towards glass sure. containers because <laughs> silicone absorbs terpenes and other uh, other things. Yeah, high enough terpene content, silicone has been known to break down. Mm-hmm. Um, terpenes are a solvent you yeah. know, in, in high concentrations. And I think that's something to be noted when it comes to uh, not just silicone, but you know, these dab cartridges and shit like that. Because, right. You know, they're high terp cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, you want to go just like off the wall and... Let's uh, do it. I know you got it today. You got right. it. What are we doing? Just wedding a quick cake. little round of this little wedding cake pack. Oh, shit. Wedding cake packs pen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, so just throwing this out there. If you all aren't on the packs tip, you're slipping. Packs, if you have it in your area, fucking just get one. And like... Not all the cartridges are fucking dope, but the Dabstract ones are fucking dope. They I really are. Yeah, I can't endorse them enough. Like, I don't get, they don't fucking give me nothing, but I love them. Dude. I fucking like. The oh, one and man. only disclaimer I have for them is for real potheads, don't think you're getting it and it's the way you're going to get high. I Use mean, if I haven't been smoking high. all the time, I will kind of get a nice little buzz going, but yeah. Yeah, if right. you haven't been smoking all the time, yeah. Yeah. But for people who like are dabbing out, people who are are dabbers and shit, yeah, no, who who it's, want it's to try only to get a half high. gram cartridge. The right, real benefit exactly. of this is it just tastes and feels just fucking. Like you know, I have to make people realize water. that if you're taking a dab, you're probably using a quarter to an eighth of what's in this pen in one hit. Yeah, period. You're not yeah. doing that through the pen. No, so don't try to use this as your way of getting high. Use it to maintain your high in a very. Um, High end way, I guess, yeah, or, right. or whatever you want to a say. Top that. shelf experience, a top, well. yeah, right. And I think, well, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking strange like experience at that point too. It right? really is. I think because of how tailored it is to that particular strain, then the experience maybe comes off a little stronger. Well, I think what's cool about it is that it's kind of like CO two in a way. It's live resin, first of all. So it's it's the it abstract uses live resin cartridge or live resin in their cartridges, right? So it uh, it it's it's going to be true to that that. Profile as opposed to like distillate, which is a reintroduced terpene profile. It just profile. hit me. Even it just added another layer to the high. It really that did. Dab. It just yeah. creeped down my they're, neck, they're hit not my that eyes, mm-hmm. honestly. And I think one of hit the me things, in the eyebrows. Yeah, I think one of the things too where Pax nails it is that really finite temperature, and I think they're getting a finer uh, 
vapor. And I think that with the really fine mist style vapor, not filtered through water, it's going to be uh, absorbed by your lungs quite easy. Okay. You know, think about the, the way it's, you know, vapor. It's like, <laughs> if you think of the difference between uh, like an atomizer, uh, you know, it's, it's almost atomizing. Gotcha. Where it's turning it into that super fine mist. Yep. Um, and you're, yeah, like I said, you're picking that super low temp, so you're getting no burn. Um, you're going to make a halo dab? I'm going to do a halo dab. All right. All right. That's I wish next. we could like cue the halo theme. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, that's why we need a soundboard, right? After the last episode, <laughs> Monty and I were talking about uh, adding a new segment to the show. And this is where we're going to go through each week. And now I'm not promising each week because I'm a pothead and I might, you know, miss a week here or there. But this does the, with 52 states, right? 52 states, 50 states, 50, 50, 52 cards in the deck, 50 states in a country. Yeah, 50, 50. <laughs> I get the two confused sometimes. 50, you know, brother. I like to play some poker sometimes and I get it confused. But anyway, there are some U.S. territories that have yeah, weed like, laws, though. So like, right. Yeah, because I was going to add in Guam into the situation when we get yeah, to it. Yeah, that's what I thought you were getting into. But anyway, so then we get up to 54, 56 or something like that. Anyways, I'm going to attempt to tell us the exact weed laws of each state, one per week as we go. I'm going to go in alphabetical order, starting with Alabama this week. Nice. And really just let people know in the state they live in or maybe they're traveling to or whatever they're traveling through or to, whatever the case may be yeah. on you know what they're in for in that state. Sure, no, it's we important. can tag Alabama in the in the Instagram. We sure can. Speaking of laws, the um, whole state. Before you jump into Alabama, y'all see that uh, Las Vegas situation Dude. where they're going to have fucking consumption clubs. Like consumption clubs. No, I didn't see this one. Do you oh know how, shit! Do you know how big that is? I wonder it if they're going to allow gambling in there. Do you know why? Emails. <laughs> What's that? Oh no, sorry. Do you know? I'm oh, sorry. There wasn't anything. Uh, do you know why that there wasn't any? Do you know why they haven't been allowing weed consumption in, in the in the casinos? Uh, it's tobacco. Well, I oh, thought it was because alcohol doesn't want too. competition. Tobacco doesn't want. Yeah, doesn't want competition with their with their weed sales. Now, this maybe this, this may be more speculative up. than, than so actual reinforcement research. I talked to somebody research. from Vegas who said that it was the alcohol people keeping it out because. They didn't want the competition because so many studies show how much alcohol consumption goes down when people start smoking weed or in, in how much they know how much their alcohol sales have gone down in legal weed states, let alone when Vegas is their fucking money maker when right. it comes to alcohol. Sure. I'm sure it's a little you column know? A, column yeah, B situation. Around, so, you know, booze and fucking exactly. there's, there's a, there might be a Venn diagram in this, in this whole right. conversation. Yeah. So, Speaking I, of. I heard they were very, very staunchly against this, this consumption clubs. 12% and we all just like. Gullied it. That shit's like no joke. But oh it was my, only it was one beer between the three of us. Yeah. So that's only so, like yeah. a little four ounce taster. Yeah. yeah. I figured that's perfect. It's a little flight I, I brought, style. Yeah, I brought exactly. like that's kind of what I thought of. That was that was a beautiful beer though. Like yeah. to be quite honest. Like that was gorgeous. Not if cool. People aren't doing flights also. That's a great thing to do. When you go to a tap room or a brewery, Dude, do, it, always, do a flight. Always. Yeah. At I least. Always, I forget all the time. And like I'll get like a beer and a half in and be like, fuck, I should have had a flight. And then I'll and order not, one and then all of a sudden I'm fucked up. I know. <laughs> not to mention you realize how much beer there is. Like there's there's a solid beer and a half in a flight. Especially right. if they go a little heavy, which sometimes they're a little proud and they do. Yeah, and I'm not a drinker, so I'm like a, at a two beer limit. Dude, Exactly, exactly. Especially once you get into these 12 percenters. Like, I got to you know. get you out to the Seattle International Beer Fest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm I, went to, do that. I went to a one in, in Portland. July? Oh, okay. I think it's the same one. 
I went to a, it was a vegan food truck slash brewer festival. Sounds dope. It was. I ate a pastrami, or it wasn't pastrami, but I ate a a pastrami sandwich that was straight vegan that I could have, I still right now, I think that shit was, I think they were lying to me. <laughs> they have Philly cheesesteak sandwiches that look straight like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Have you ever had field roast? Oh, yeah. So quite often. Like, I just had field roast on Easter. Oh, yeah. So field roast, that, that shit kind of fools me, dude. Yeah, like, it's good as fuck. It really is. And it's savory as fuck, yeah. too. Have like, you ever had it? No, I don't know. Field cool, roast, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a vegan... Um, it's uh, a vegan roast. Are you saying filled? Field. Yes. Yeah, F-E-I-L-D. Yeah, like he harvested yeah. it from a field, but he right. roasted it. Right. Okay. So it's a loaf like a of a bunch of different... loaf. Yes, like a meatloaf, but it's all veggies and You can even huh. get little sausages. Vegan. You can get yeah. little sausage. You can get meat. You can like a sh- like a like like deli meat style too. I can't uh, do much. It's it is very savory, like you said. Like I can't do much more than, like say it's uh what maybe five inches around, four inches around. I would have to say that's a little a good, bit flat on the bottom, but yeah. like about four inches around. Right. I can't do much more than a like like good fist and a half size. Yeah, I can't do much more than uh in a three quarter inch slice of it yeah right you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's got a, a lot of sodium patty. content i'm sure yeah you need like a hamburger patty worth. yeah about yeah. a hamburger patty yeah. worth like and, a little it's quarter quarter yeah. and, I, and i'll mix it with some like mashed potato like because i'll still eat turkey and everything on thanksgiving but my aunt's a vegan so she has one of those every, at everything gotcha. and i feel so, like it sounds like something that'd be good to like break off a bit and eat with other foods yes yes definitely like, yeah, like it would be it's great with hummus it's great with like dude, great with falafel, like like all like yeah, it's great with like the mashed potatoes and green beans. And oh, if you have a not um, green beans, yeah. Oh, dude, I feel bad. You feel I feel bad, bad for you, like real really? ones with bacon in them. Like you put bacon in anything, like liver's like, good with bacon on it. Like bacon and butter and your green beans liver with, wrapped in with bacon. like so much pepper, you don't know what pass. to do. Like you put bell- might be all right. Yeah. Honestly, like fresh, if, they're, if, they're if my fresh, black grandma maybe. made you some green beans, you'd probably be like, "Okay, wait, hold yeah. on, but hang on." It's like, fresh. It's usually when the people are making them. It's like the yeah, not canned green. Can. Fuck yeah, canned green beans, so dude. Not out of the can. It's just like canned peas are disgusting, yeah. dude. Why would you even try? But even my grandma would fuck up the canned ones on the weekday because uh-huh. <laughs> like she would dope sure. them up with the bacon. Like, yeah. like what she would do is she would chop up the bacon in the pan. And then throw the green beans in there with it. So yeah, almost all like the, the green fat. beans got a little bit of fat absorbed into them. But they even got a little bit almost fried kind of action to them. Yeah. yeah so okay. it, so they weren't so mushy yeah. seeming. That's how like Brussels sprouts are good, kind of fried up like that. Exactly. Right. But not frozen ones. Oh, or or even no, fuck frozen ones. Them freshy fresh. Them little tiny mini cabbages exactly. you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. It, what's hand, it? I, little I used hand-sized to, cabbage, a little fistful of cabbage. I used oh, to work so at good. this, uh, the, the country farm stand. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Country farms. There used to be, there's one down in Everett. It's been around for forever. What is it, like a produce oh, stand? It's a produce yeah. stand. Okay, yeah. yeah. So country farms. There's one in Everett. There's one in Edmonds. I used to work there, but anyways, I used to sell the Brussels sprouts on the on the stock. And so that's mm, what's yep. up. Yeah, it's super fresh. You get to you get to take care of that yourself. All right, I'm Brussels gonna go. Sprouts on the stock. I'm gonna go grab our yeah, next dude. round like in the flight while you get into Alabama. All right, I'm gonna talk about Alabama now. Yeah. So, if you are going to Alabama, do not. I repeat, do not bring your fucking weed. <laughs> Those rednecks will lynch you. Hang on a second. Well, I mean, all right. Number one. I'm going to be very inflammatory towards Alabama right now. Because <laughs> y'all are stuck in the past when it comes to weed. And so that's Disclaimer. What's disclaimer. Yeah, there disclaimer it is. right that, now. We, we, I'm going to call y'all backwards ass motherfuckers for a couple times. All right. Because, okay, so here we go. 
if you get caught with some weed, any amount, any amount of weed that is deemed for personal possession, for personal use, you can get up to one year in jail and six thousand dollar fine. So we're, they're talking Whoa. about like there, there is a limit, of course. I guess to, that's deemed personal use. Who's who's deciding? So that? yeah, the cop is deciding whether or not it is. Then so this, I'll get into that. So it's deemed personal use. That's what it is. So you just got a sack of weed in your pocket, and you're walking down the street, and you get caught with it. Yeah, like a joint in your ear. Yeah, joint in your ear. That's Fuck. personal use. Fuck. That's up to a year. Now, Washington State had that same law, or very close to it, back when in Prohibition days. Mm-hmm. And I got caught weed with mo- I got caught weed with weed a couple times, and they would have you plead down to attempted possession. So that way, that wasn't on your record. It was. It wasn't then a possession on your record, and it didn't. So when I was young, if you got caught with weed, it was a mandatory twenty four hours in jail. Like there was no way around it. You had to do twenty four hours in jail if you got convicted of possession of weed, uh, marijuana. Yeah. But if you, but a conviction of attempted possession. What is attempted was possession? Just, was just that's just a plea deal. It's just a plea deal. I get it. I get to, it, but like, like, how, how do you jargon, how do, exactly? How do you, hey, <laughs> officer? I was just running to get my weed, uh, and I happened to I grab almost, it. Like you were caught in a deal. I was just walking. Oh, just, it was two inches from my hand, and you saw I was tempting yeah. to grab it. And you like knew, you shot. knew without a doubt that that was going to be mine whenever I touched it, but right. I didn't touch it yet. So I attempted so hard that you had to, you had to, Weird. we had, me. we had, to, we had to file this paperwork. Yeah. So. It's something you plead down to because I, you know, I know it's on my record as attempted paraphernalia. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so that you avoid that 24 hours in jail. And it's key for this next part because what it is is so that's for personal use, right? Yeah. Round two is not personal use. That's oh, no. like intended for sale. You got an ounce on you. Yeah. Whatever. You, you, you already you, got it broken down into sacks, ready to oh, bust it down, no. hit the block, whatever it yeah. may be. Now you're looking at mandatory minimums. Okay. A mandatory minimum, for people who don't know, is the amount of time you'll spend in jail regardless. Yeah, regardless of what you tell the go. judge, the judge is not is legally binded to not give you any less time than this. Yeah. You are not able to get probation. Nope. There is nothing. You are doing sure. one Damn, year no and a day. Do not pass See, go. the one okay. year and one day is significant. And I know all this shit already. I don't even have to look none of this up. One but some people day. don't know. If you get sentenced to one year and one day, that means you're really going to prison. If yeah. you do 364 days, you're staying in county. Damn. Staying in county sucks. Okay. Compared to prison, because oh, in no. prison you can get settled in and kind of start getting money sent to you from people mm-hmm. and get your books straight. Okay. And county, start, it's like this limbo county, period. It's just, yeah, it's just limbo, fuck period. You're getting moved all around depending on how full whatever is oh, or whatever. So it's almost a blessing to get 366 days versus 364 days. See that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, God, that's fucking crazy. so Dude, now sucks. going back to that clean down to the. Attempted attempted possession because one of the things that turns this into non-personal use is if it's your second time getting caught for personal use. Oh, fuck. It has now turned into non-personal use. Two joints and you go to fucking prison. Right. You got caught today and you got caught before your probation is up in a year and a half. You're going to prison for a year. So that's why you make sure to plead down to that attempted 
possession. Yeah. And now you have not been convicted of possession. Possession. Oh, and you don't, you're not on strike two, basically, which is getting you there. Oh, my goodness. And that comes with a $15,000 fine. It's kind of like if anybody's had a, uh, a DUI and they do and they do a deferred sentence. It's kind of the same realm of that. But if you know what it is, you know what it is. I don't know enough to fully go into that thing. Yeah. Me now, either. if you do get caught for the non-personal use and, and get caught for selling, that's a felony with the mandatory minimum hitting you one time again. But we doubling up on you two years. Two Mandatory years. minimum. So on that first one, when I said it's a one year and a day, that's the low end. You can get up to 10 years for that. Oh, fuck. So depending it's on one how... year to 10 years, depending on how much you're how, possessing yeah, okay. for non-personal use. So the and there, there wasn't any... Um, uh, like actual measurements. There wasn't any measurements at all to, to tell you what it was. It just, sure. you know... Judge discretion. Exactly. Police yeah. officer slash judge's discretion. So... So yeah, selling, so getting caught in an actual sale is uh, a felony, two years, two to 20 is what it is. Two to 20? Two to 20 Gosh. for selling weed. Hold, well, well, you hang on a second. That's not, that, that's deemed unpersonal use. So. Right. So you get caught with 50 fucking pounds of weed. I mean, cause later on we're going to go up to a, up to a, th- up to a thousand pounds of weed. There's, oh wow. Okay. You so know what I mean? Other, you get caught with yeah, you're like mandatory minimum. For right. A thousand pounds, yeah. Probably like life. So, fucking so 20, if then if you're, years. if you get caught selling it to a minor, you're doing 10 years. Mandatory minimum. To life. Okay. Yeah. Wow. If you what? do it within three miles of the school, uh-huh. Any of these things within three miles of school get caught selling weed three miles within the school. That two year minimum turns into a seven year minimum. Wow, there's schools what? everywhere. Good fucking luck right. having a place outside. Dude, That's you're just mandatory. Have to do your research and that five years, Dude, that five years, miles? you can't earn any. So, a little background on me my girlfriend is a lawyer's assistant. So I had her look at this shit as I was studying okay. it right. and kind of tell me what the fuck did some of it mean. Glad you and did so this. <laughs> yeah, the right. five-year mandatory, you. <laughs> you don't get good time on any of that. That's called an, that's basically, what in Washington State, it's called an enhancement. That's where it's five years, flat time, and then on the two years, you can start earning good time, oh, parole no. to get out early. Damn. So what? Yeah. So like five, you said five years. So five year minimum literally means five years. You're getting fucked. Yeah. Probably literally too. Like, no. Well, <laughs> well that's always subjective. Prison in Alabama. Right. Prison in Alabama with old Bubba. Uh, Bubba. Sir, yeah, it's, not exactly. the, it's not that pre-98 so Bubba. Now, <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> You're pre-98 and, uh, Bubba. So now we're getting up to um, actually trafficking, which the sales can turn into trafficking and when you, once you get into these amounts. So once you get into 2.2 pounds to 100 pounds, you're looking at three years minimum, $25,000 fine. Oh. Once you get to 100 to 500 pounds, you're looking at five-year minimum. I don't, I don't, Obviously, these are people I'm, that are growing at this point. They're busting people right, that are growing. right. Growing or transporting big amounts well, of in Alabama, Mexican, yeah, weed. Mexican weed, Mexican, Mexican weed by the truckload, yeah, you know. Uh, it's not and even then, good weed. it's um, not even good weed. Come on, no, that's five wrong. years with a fifty thousand dollar fine. Yeah, 
Then when you get up into that really big boy shit, that 500 to 1,000 pounds, yeah. that's when you're uh, getting 15 years plus a $200,000 fine. Wow. Now, again, this is all initial charges. Things get pled down. Please, you know the court system. The court, the court system, system has to run its course. Yeah, exactly. So these are all the beginning of the things. Now here's another way they fuck you right in the butt in that butthole of a fucking state called Alabama. Hang on a second. Huh? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I mean, there's got to be Wait, some. Good there's got to be somebody that's good hey, in Alabama. Yeah, there might be a couple of good people there, and they need to get down to their motherfucking city council and start doing some shit. Hey, yeah, I get. I guess ya. this is just what like reaching out to any cool stoners that are in Alabama. Try to get out of there. <laughs> Come go to a legal like, state. Just smoke bro, the weed you have it. safely. So if you Allegedly. have some fucking dabs on you. You better run, or you Get better the dab fuck. the fuck out. Eat it. If you got dabs on you, <laughs> Flush it. we're going back up to that non-personal use laws. Yeah, that's the year in the day, dude. Yeah, non-personal use for. I was. I was just about. I was just thinking you about concentrates. I was just like, what the dab, fuck are you gonna do with the concentrates? Some concentrates on you, or some hash on you. You're getting a year. Fuck. Damn. No wow. minimum of amount on you. Nothing like that. You're possessing that shit. It's done. If you're making it, then you're getting a felony. What if you just emptied your keep catch? <laughs> <laughs> then you're getting a felony, and you're doing a twenty to two to twenty years with the thirty thousand dollar fine for making it. So don't mandatory minimum two years there. for making BHO, or even just making the high stash, like we said. Oh yeah! Oh wow! That's a concentrate because it's it a hash or THC. Having a keef catch, honestly, like squish, straight up, squish rosin like we were advising in a couple episodes ago. Right? right. Don't be doing that in these Alabama spots. Alabama, you better, you no better, rosin. you better yeah. put that out of your brain. You better mm-hmm. walk. You better, you better walk across the state to <laughs> somewhere else. To somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah. See what's up in Louisiana or wherever the hell the next state is. Well, um, and what's crazy too is you got to think with this ridiculous amount of laws about the uh, profits are just astronomical on weed because the fucking the risk you're taking is so crazy. Like it is. It drives fifteen thousand dollars is the is the first right. is the first penalty. Right. Yeah, you're taking enormous risks. You get caught so with some charge just like you get caught making prices. dabs. They're charging you thirty thousand. Right. Can you imagine like if you knew somebody to get some low key dabs? Like how how much they would be? I oh bet god, just like dude! Insane amount of money. When I hear about it, when I hear when people tell me when they come in the store from another state, I'm just like, what? Sixty dollars like a gram? Yeah, yeah. sixty seventy dollars yeah. a gram, and that's for like just some poop soup, probably some regulators. I mean, yeah, that dude. Said we're on that eighty dollars a gram fucking ice wax right now. I know. So there's two levels of. Uh, so now we're on to growing. So that's so they when they compared the hash and stuff, they said. Possession is like the level two of weed possession. Making it is like the level one. And when I say level one, I mean not the worst, which is backwards from really, really is. So first degree, first is the worst, second is not first as bad. First is the worst. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like second degree growing is if you start making hash. Yeah. So now we're on to growing. So second degree growing, you get two to 20 years. Because so when you get caught growing, they can determine whether or not it's just for personal use, non-personal use, or the real shit, which I'm about to explain. <clears throat> so if it's personal use, they can just literally give you that uh, that first fine. What was it? The 
the just up to one year and six thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have yeah. like four plants, and you know what I mean. It's yeah. obvious you're just growing this for yourself. Yeah, right. Grandpa, they can just old it, smoke with the right. Yeah, they can just give you the year, the six thousand dollar fine, and be like on your way, whatever, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But then they can say you're doing it for personal use, and that's when you start getting to the two to twenty years with the thirty thousand dollar fine. But then if any of these extra things are added onto it, now we're talking about first degree um, growing charges. Yeah. Yep. And this carries 10 years to life. Fuck. With a $60,000 oh, fine. This is just so bad. So if you're growing and possess a firearm. Fuck. Oh, yeah. No, 10 you years. don't want to do that. Yeah. Use any booby traps. It's Alabama, traps, dude. Right? Booby traps. Oh, if you yeah, have any like booby traps out oh. in your garden outside. You know, that's usually like a motion difficult. sensor light. Would that be considered a booby trap? No, no. I think that would cause harm. If like something that booby trap has right. to has to cause because cause the harm. next one is um, something that causes substantial risk to bear humans. Trap or... Yeah, bear traps, bear traps, anything like that. Um, what if you're trying to keep bears anything out? Anything that fuck. causes substantial risk to humans and or the environment. So open blasting butane, oh, causing no. risk. To, you know, yeah, sure, that's bad for the environment. And here's a real kicker that just kicks it into first degree right off top. If you're growing anywhere in any residential area is if you're within 500 feet from any residency. Oh, fuck. If you're living, if you can't even do this in a house, right? You if can't you live, do this inside of if, a house at right. all. You have to build your own little shed, right? If you're growing anywhere within 500 feet of a residency, a business, a church or a school, you're doing 10 years. Where wow. the fuck? You have to do this in the middle of nowhere. Right. You have to, you can't even, can you, can you actually cover this Holy then? What, what does a resident count? What, what counts as a residency? I don't know. That's Ooh. why you can't grow in Alabama. That's right. You're really are. risking that shit. It's probably pretty, pretty That's why they're bringing that shit in. They're probably like, you can live in this fucking hut. It, it's got a roof. Um, we also got, uh, paraphernalia still fucked. Yeah. You use or possess paraphernalia. It's only a misdemeanor with, you know, up to a year. Again, I have a attempted paraphernalia possession on my record oh, no. to is, avoid is, that 24 hours in jail is uh so the uh paraphernalia is, is, is paraphernalia with residue is it is a different charge too it didn't specify it didn't specify nope because it was even because at this point at in the paraphernalia one they were opening it up to like all drug paraphernalia oh like even crack pipes because they were and, just like, saying spoon, schedule like, schedule one paraphernalia and cannabis, schedule one, yeah. it's, it's just, you know they were just saying schedule one paraphernalia yeah and so, yeah, uh, delivery or sale of them is one year, up to one year. And so, like, glass stores, I don't know if they're able to get away with it. These are tobacco pipes. I'm yeah, sure they are. The water pipes I mean? everywhere. Water like, pipes and tobacco pipes, I'm sure. You can't mention weed in the store, then, though. Keep um, the fuck no. out. No. Selling them to a minor. You're bumping up to the mandatory minimums again, where you're getting the two years to 20 years, and it's a felony. And then $30,000 fine. <sighs> Um, if you get <laughs> caught make, I forget, I, damn it. I didn't write it down. If you get caught making it, cause Glass. I couldn't understand it really. You know making what I mean? Paraphernalia? Yeah. I, it was really hard for me to understand it. And Liz was starting to fall asleep, honestly. Uh, no. yeah. So then there oh, was no. a very, it's the very last part of the whole thing. Gotcha. You know, and it, I mean, it was quite a while to get all of this yeah. deciphered. You're not kidding. And then, um, also terrible. just a few other, few more things. It's almost, it's almost done. Um, with uh, getting caught with weed, you automatically lose your license for six months. Oh. Uh, 
So the is you're not even see. driving if you you just lose your license. You lose your license for six months, bro. Just walking down um, the street. Let's see. There's a zero tolerance for uh, Schedule One drugs while driving. So anything in your bloodstream, you're getting a DUI. Yeah. Anything at all, which isn't abnormal at all for an illegal state. No. Um, there's a couple, couple little silver linings. CBD alone with less than one percent THC is legal in Alabama. Well, it's federally legal, right? But well, yeah, I guess I guess this probably wasn't updated since. Um, since maybe the federal legalization, right. like like that that sure. that was that was a fairly recent 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 right. thing. So this this might not have been updated since then on the because it was all just the, the Alabama yeah. statues and stuff. You know what I mean? That's cool that they were still allowing that though. So, but it's only for epilepsy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have to shit. prove you have epilepsy. Epilepsy. Yeah, you have to have severe epileptic seizures. To oh, have it. fuck. Otherwise, at least they're doing that. But that's and and. That's up on July 1st of this year. It's been legal since 2014, and it's up on July 1st. So there's already multiple bills that it's going to get passed and going to continue. Bipartisan bills, like there's nobody against continuing the legalization of CBD in Alabama in their Congress. So it's going to continue, but it's just weird that it's up in this July. But it it will be extended. And... um, if you are one of the people who has CBD weed and you have over 42 grams, then you have to purchase a weed tax stamp from the state. If you have over 42 grams of it, you have to pay an additional $3.50 per gram. Is and it weed or is it hemp? Like you have to, is it like CBD? CBD, just what, whatever CBD is. Right. Whatever, you just got to, you got to claim CBD. Yeah, exactly. And they just know that you got it. So they're, Taking it and keeping it. Yep. And um, with the zero tolerance when driving. So, you know, when you get your license, you sign the thing saying that you agree to take a breathalyzer test or lose your license for a year. In Washington State, it's a year. I don't know if it's different in different states. But you agree to a sobriety test when you um, get your license, right? Sure. The way that is written, you've only agreed to it under the suspicion of alcohol inebriation, not weed. Okay. So you're not held legally to do any tests for weed. You know what I mean? They don't, you're not legally, you can't, they don't, they can't make you do a blood draw or anything if you're suspected to be high on weed. The, the cops may lie to you and say that you have to, but you don't have to. It's only for the suspicion of alcohol that you have to take the breathalyzer. Is there something you have to say in order to avoid that? Or you got to be like, no, you can't do it and just refuse? Right. I know and my then... rights. I don't I don't have to do that. Okay. That's cool. You know? That's what's up. All right. So. There, 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 that, is, that is somewhat of a silver lining, but. Right. You better not fucking. If you have it. epilepsy, you have a silver lining. And if you get, and if, and if you. Because that's how we do. You can refuse a blood test. Right. Absolutely. Other than that, you're going to jail, sucker. Hey, you smoking pots over there? You got THCs in your system? Yeah. It's CBDs. It's CBDs. Right? That sucks. CDBs. I got CBNs in my system. What now? Oh, unregulated, unregulated cannabinoid. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed uh, research and all that. And yeah, I'm glad you did. That was, that was know, phenomenal, dude. That was great. That's a lot of research. That's a lot, That's of, a lot really, of points. It was, and I actually, it wasn't very hard because, you know, normal, N-O-R-M-L. Yeah. yeah. Uh, National Organization 
for the reform of reform marijuana laws. Yes, mm. uh, they have it all. They have a chart with all of it, and it really written out really well. But then you can click on the statue, and they have the statues there, and you can click on them and gotcha. and really see exactly what the details of it are. Oh, nice! Yeah, like so it wasn't RCWs. you know. It just was a lot to decipher and you know break down and everything, but it wasn't. It was all in one source, really right. well written and very up to date. You know, because I mean they were talking about coming up this July, and so it's, I don't know. Yeah. Word. So that's shout to normal. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, I think They've that what's, what's it? I guess the legalization of CBD is federally that's legal, me. but it's still probably up to states' rights. I would assume. So maybe 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 Alabama still hasn't they're they're allowing that no matter what but like I guess I, like I, I think that that's the way that law worked. So I didn't so doing that I didn't really look at much other weed news, news and maybe I didn't was, really I didn't see much but I didn't I feel like I didn't get that many of my emails that I normally get. I wonder if they might usually come in in another 24 hours or something. Maybe you know. Good. Because I'm on a couple of different email lists for different, you know, High Times and Culture Magazine and Weed Week and all these different things. But, ooh, a 1050. 1050 over here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Brought out a 1050, the barrel-aged tall boy. Yeah, the bullet. Yeah. That's what's up. Damn. These are good. You had one of these? I have not. Well, maybe I, well, I don't know. Monte, have I had one of these with you before? These are some no? whiskey boys. Okay. Then, no, I have not ever had one of these before. No. I've this only is, had one. I've heard about these, actually, so, though, but I've just never had one. 1050 is my favorite stout. It comes from Oscar Blues Brewery, uh, Colorado. This is their barrel-aged version, so we're still in that barrel kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slipped, uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah that it ramps up the octane also, and then it gives it that kind of, yeah, that, that really oaky character. Yeah. What percentage are we going on this one? I believe it's 12 again. Oh, man. Here we are. Right in the dicks again. But this is not a porter. Now, this is a stout, so you'll notice this has a whole okay. lot more body. When you say body, does that mean it's thicker? Yeah, you see that? Like, light's yeah, not it's going not through that. foaming up or nothing. Not at all. Like, I'll, 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 I could raise this up to the light and it wouldn't pass. I've also got this halo dab over here. Oh, yeah. I have, I've been letting that, letting that cool down uh, to just a certain point to be able to just throw in that, throw in that mm. fucking nail. Oh, mine foamed up quite a bit more. I like that, like that. Like chocolate milk. All right. 10 fitties, ballast points. Gotta love it. Oh, man. Smelling this is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, so can you enlighten me a little further on these consumption clubs from in Vegas? Um, I kind of just read the headline and okay. uh, sent off the news to y'all, so I didn't. I didn't read oh, you too did? much deeper. No. Maybe I didn't even see it. Oh yeah, no, I, I saw it. I, didn't, I I was I meant to to do a little bit deeper research today, but I, but I was working all day, and I forgot. Yeah, work life. I got this halo dab over here, and uh, for those who weren't familiar with a halo dab, basically it's a uh, just it's a shape of of a ring, you know, like a halo, and you uh, wrap it around a rook style uh, nail. We've got the e-nail over here, so that's uh, a really easy, really easy way to keep the oil or the nail hot while the oil just vaporizes. Yeah. So I was just trying to find that message. What'd you send it on? I feel like I texted. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Going here we in. go. That is. So, if you think about like circumference, 
is always so much longer. Like if that was straightened out, that'd be a long ass dab. Yeah, way bigger than a regular snake. Ooh, one and done. Two. He went for the second. Yeah. Damn. He blew that shit out like Puff the Magic Dragon. That was Hell great. yeah. What I ended up doing was I ended up mixing up the shatter from last week, the 24K and the uh, the gold, the green crack. All right. So that was that was that was kind of a interesting flavor. Nice. <coughs> Massive dab though, just like they were saying. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that was a big one. It stayed milky for a long time. So I said we may be doing Instagram live on this episode, but we had to jump a day ahead, and we told you all to be ready tomorrow. So we kind of. Kind of failed on it this week, but we'll Let's still work on it, guys. Are we going to cheers on this this drink? Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love 1050. Here it is. So, in case people don't know, when you cheers, after you clink the glass, you're supposed to touch the table again. Not in all cultures. No? Yeah, no. Some cultures, no. But it just kind of depends. Sometimes it shows respect to the place you're in, but sometimes it has to go from... Just directly from cheers to your mouth. Okay. And also in Australia, you don't flip your shot over or your drink over when you're done. It's you just don't? Just, nope. It's disrespectful. Yeah. If you do that at my house, I might be mad too. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? I say drink, you know, shot. You know, like, I mean, like, have you ever. It's corny. I mean, yeah, it's a corny fucking thing to do, but apparently you don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Who are you? That's like? why you get smacked in the head. You yeah. don't do it in Everett either. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> just think, think before you act is what I would say to that fucking bravado move. Ever I haven't come across so many people that actually do it, but God, this is fucking delicious, dude. This is a this is a robust beer. This is very soy saucy. It does yeah. have like that kind of. I feel that it mm-hmm. smells like soy sauce a little bit. Sometimes the stouts get into that realm. <coughs> That's I remember. <coughs> I drank this before going to a hockey game last, and I just all of a sudden got like flashes of it because I can smell it. Okay. It was cold out and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. The best time for it. I let this like warm up a little bit while we're chatting. I think it's like perfect temperature. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. It's I good. recommend you guys try this Sunset Sherbert from Dabstract. Yep, let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. <clears throat> I'm gonna roll a blunt. I'm gonna do a. Uh, you guys, I'm like, what do you guys think? I brought I brought the uh, the Miracle Alien cookies and the Rude Boy from Cloud Nine out. Um, I could really do whatever. So let's do either one of those weeds, and then we'll put some of my dry sift in it, too. Dry sift is, so my dry sift is from uh, um, Trim Bin, where that's just a a tray that has a screen in it, kind of like what you were explaining earlier that makes the hash, but it's a little bit more of a coarse screen, isn't quite quite as fine. And as you trim your weed... You do it on the screen, and all the leaves fall off onto the screen, and the trichomes fall through the screen. And when you're done trimming, you scrape it all out, and hopefully you scrape it out in between strains also, so you can have strain-specific dry sift. Uh, mine is probably 80% Girl Scout cookie, and then the rest some mixed stuff, but mostly Girl Scout cookie because that's what I used to grow. This stuff's been sitting around for... Man, it's almost going on a year now. I've had it just like jarred up, sitting in the dark, and it is just tasty and stinky. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It smells fantastic. I will, I will vouch for that. Too bad we ain't got smell of vision. 
Steve Urkel, Steve Urkel never launched it. He didn't. I know. Stefan. Monty's loading up the cold dab over here in the uh, spinner. Yeah, doubling up. Tex, I got the uh, spinning bead carb cap combo with, I guess I'm tripling up. I got the opaque bottom. Yep. The spinning carb cap and bead combo. Right. And I'm doing cold start. Man. It's all the things. That's some heady shit you're doing there, guy. Getting after it. He's he's really in 2019 right now. A sunset sugar terp sugar that honestly turned into diamonds. I'm not probably just mislabeled the jar. (laughs) Probably just had fucking terp sugar stickers laying around. Like fuck it, I'm too lazy to walk around and go grab the right ones. Right. (laughs) Having been in packaging, that's not unrealistic. (laughs) Exactly. I've been doing this for the last four hours. I'm not fucking standing up again. Well, no, it's more like you've been doing this for the last fucking four hours, and you just miss grab one, and you're like, I am not replacing all these fucking stickers. They can <laughs> enjoy this dankness. And fucking... <laughs> well, diamond. Well, I guess we don't sell diamonds and sauce differently. I don't know if Dab Shack prices it differently for people. Mmm. This is really good beer. Mmm. Let's see. Did you do anything this last week, Cam? This last week? What happened this last week? You know what, man? I, I was I was chilling the fuck out, apparently. I uh, I didn't do too much. I don't even remember what I did on the day we did our podcast. <laughs> last week, we, like that podcast. The day of, we did our podcast, we kind of kicked it since like four in the afternoon. Remember, we had to do a little bit of running around. That's right. We did do that. Um, yeah, I still didn't do anything crazy, man. I, yeah. I, I finally brought all my gear back from the, from my, uh, show. So I oh, played, yeah. I played. How was your show? Dude, my show was great. It really was. It, uh, we had, we ended up headlining the show and it was our first one. Right. And this is actually technically my second one to be on stage like this. I played in front of people before, but to actually be on a stage, second time. Okay. Um, and we did pretty great. Honestly, we didn't have any hiccups or anything like that. Um, or major hiccups, I should say. Nothing really notable that was like fuck up like the crowd would never notice what the fuck was cool. going on how so, big did the you weren't sure how big the crowd was going to be by the time you guys went on no it was it was over. it was local band crowd so like okay. size it was it really wasn't that crazy it was mainly just you know the other bands and supporting members of the other bands and stuff right. like that and whoever we brought i brought like three people out sweet and then uh whoever and then whoever they Whoever, you know, the bandmates brought to. I don't think they brought very many people, but it was a great show, honestly. The venue uh, sounded great. Um, got a lot of things out of there. Learned a lot of uh, lessons, I would have to say, from the just the experience. I think that we still got probably about maybe about six more shows in us before we're probably like, you know, show ready. Right. <laughs> but really, like, I guess at this point also, we are, we're, we're in a transitional phase because our lead singer had to spontaneously move back to Idaho. Oh um, shit! I know it's it's the worst. Um, like since your show, another place. Yeah, no, no, no. Like before the show, like this happened. This, we knew about oh. this for the last like for the last little while. Um, but he was at the show. And yeah, he he did this last show with us. It was it was it was definitely a this point. Last for him. first show. Yeah, his first his first last show. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was it's it's pretty wild. Um, but he did great. We all did great. Um, I would say my nerves were a little bit too high for, for exactly what was going on. I think that again, I'm going to have to get through these experiences before I get more settled in on exactly what's going on on the, like how to handle being on stage. 
like emotionally like i'm pretty okay like especially when i'm up there like if i want to show you i'll show you guys the videos and stuff like that uh um you'll see me and i definitely look like i'm in i'm in my environment but definitely leading up to that i feel like my anxiety is pretty high okay yeah like and i and not not in a bad way definitely an excited way like not not like not like like I feel like that I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up and I'm gonna ruin my my entire life. You. Like but fucking it, stage fright, dude. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's natural. Yeah. If you don't you have stage it. fright, then what are you doing? But that's yeah. the whole point. It's what yeah. you live for. It's like and that payoff is so sweet. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh and that's what I that's what I got to experience. That's what I got to experience the last time I, I, I was up on stage too. And it was a really it's it's fun. every single time I'm at a, a show now, I'm just envious that I don't get to be up there too. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I feel like there's a certain point <clears throat> when you're really like when you're performing or talking or doing anything in front of people like you just kind of start channeling. Right, you get in that flow stage. I was just yeah, say yeah. flow state. You get in a flow state and that's like one of my favorite places to be. That's great. Yeah. Um that's why I spent uh yesterday was the first day I was just like bartending all day. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. It was that's like cool. Cinco de Mayo but it was super low key. Right, because you guys like, aren't like a Mexican. Yeah, yeah no, huge. we're not really like people aren't hitting us up for like shots and fucking yeah. you know Tequila slushy, slushy margaritas and stuff. You know, we make a dank margarita, but it's just like you know heady shit. Yeah, again, like fresh juice shaken. You know, in case you guys don't know, Monty lives the heady life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trying. You know, you gotta. We're not. We're not drinking tin fitty for nothing. You better catch the wave. Um, but yeah, it was. It's fun. Like you start getting in that flow state. You know, just like getting your muscle memories on something and like getting like the less you have to think the more you can just kind of react it just right. feels good cooking yeah. cooking it's, like it was super like that i don't know if you've ever yeah. cooked professionally but you know it's a shitty job in the end of it just because it doesn't really pay much and it's hard work but when you're really flowing it's it fulfilling fucking good fuck yeah it's fulfilling and there's such a team camaraderie that comes in the kitchen of when you have a good wait staff and yeah. you're there cook and stuff like that, right. it it turns into fun. It, it does, really does. Yeah. Even though Get you know right you're making bumping. shit music. Yeah. 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 One of my favorite uh places is, you know, and it, you know, it's uh hella fucking catchy or whatever, but Best Cafe, just because of that vibe right there where like the music's okay. bumping from the chef in the back and yeah. the waitresses are running around the you know, corner and yeah. all that shit. It's just all fun and they're, you know, covering tables and Having a good time. I don't mean to interrupt, but look at this bud as I fucking try to. Good lord! I can't. Rock solid. Yeah, we just got rock solid <clears throat> nugs around here. I've always described <clears throat> Miracle Alien cookies as what I expected from Future Weed. It's like it, it feels like artificial. Pebbles. Like it's it, so... like you'd think it was like designed in a lab or Honestly, some shit. If you squeeze it, it's like that plasters, like the like planters foam, like. <clears throat> Yeah, it just stays there, it's like you, so like your thumb will like just stay inside that that bun like that. Cake the fuck up, like and I'll like I'll t- I'll post a picture of it on Instagram. Like I got a really close up. It's not the most beautiful one, but it's like really to describe exactly what Miracle Alien Cookies looks like on the surface. If you could get it, if you can get a shot of it, it's pretty cray. Damn, he's going in. It's a lot of weed. Oh man, he's trying to space us out again. He is going to space us out, and I'm not even helping because I'm putting this old, big old glob of, uh, big old pile of motherfucking dry stuff on it too. Oh shit! Here we go. It's getting into the. Uh... This is the secret stash. This comes out the captain's cupboard right here. Damn. This is this. Yeah, that stuff smells really good. Like 
Like, I don't even know how many other people have even smoked anything out of this jar besides me, besides little blessings that I've put in a joint, like, <laughs> at Hempfest or something. Well, thank you for sharing. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is something so that just stays in my house and never comes out. Uh, this, this jar probably only, this might be the only other house this jar I've ever been in. Damn, son. Talk about uh, Eddie's. Just chopping away. That's a grip of weed. It's going to be nice. Here, take a look at this, Monty. I don't know if you got a flashlight on your phone you can look at it with or something, but. Good old trim bin. Yep. Uh, orange ones. Good old orange trim bins. <clears throat> I've only seen those on the internet. I've never actually, uh, never, I've never seen one in person. Yeah. I've only I've, I've trimmed weed before, but you know that was like at a buddy's house when he grew it. So I was like nothing serious over like industrial style or like I would say not industrial style, but you know like just mass produced. Is it hair in it or something? Like a little stick. Oh yeah. But it is like super blonde. It looks really good. Take a picture of it if you can. I don't know how easy it is to get to you. Yeah. It's really easy. You just got to click the power button twice. It's kind of dope. Right. Yeah. Mine is the home button twice. Dude, I upgraded to the S10. Yeah, I loving it. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I have. It's from the S9. So let me be honest. It's not. It's not the, the <coughs> not biggest big upgrade, but the screen size is nuts. Like, uh, Monte, have you seen? Have you played with the S10 yet? No. Like, just, just hit that power button and see what's going on with that. Yeah, I can see it's bigger. Oh yeah, it's got that that cutout screen at least. I don't know. Feels maybe heavier. Uh, it could be the case and stuff like that as well. It's a, like a silicone case, but like I don't know. It's got like it's got three different cameras on it. Yeah, maybe not. I'm not, yeah. trying, I'm not trying to do like a Samsung plug right now, but but fuck it, send to Samsungs. Samsungs, they're they're building pocket bombs. Um, yeah. I don't how's know, everybody like, feeling right now? How how we? Let's do a feeling check in. Feeling good. I would call this. I'm in the zone. Yes. Yeah, this is like the feeling I try to achieve. Like what you were saying, like when you want to unwind, like where where do you try to get? I'd say after having like the first four ounces and maybe just a sip of this and like some strong beer. Um, and then we smoked, you know, a couple blunts between the three of us. And they, were, they weren't that big. No. So that'd the be first like one was good. having an after work smoke for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, so when, okay. So that, yeah, let's go into that. So what would you, so say you just got done working your, you know, eight, nine hour shift, whatever it may be with your breaks, whatever, whatever. Yeah. What do you, uh, when you get home? So I guess the answer is different now that you work in a bar than it was when you worked at the weed store, right? You don't smoke that's as much. True. Um, yeah, I would say that's true overall, but then like it's, it's different now. Cause I'll get like a wild hair by ass to just get like stupid high. I used to call it like per- preposterously high okay preposterously yeah. high preposterously oh, high man. like where you just like you, tripping you, like, high like you get you, you get can, the the wall start breathing high yeah i, I my the best ways i get the most high um is i'll make like dabbing game rules out of my video games okay so like i haven't played this game in a long time but this is just a quick reference if you got ever that played, ready? Uh, and a lot of people probably played it um if you've ever played skyrim Every time you fucking turn a corner, go in a door, do anything, you got this fucking loading screen. Okay. You know? And I used to, like, with any game I played, especially single-player games where you're really on an adventure, every loading screen, you have to take a dab. Okay. Hands down. Got to do it. It's like a drinking game, but, you know, with the thing. 
And so, so have like, you got your dabs all balled up, ready to go? No, I just got my email on, ready okay. to just go glob it up. Gotcha. Um, you know, if I'm playing, uh, like, uh, what the fuck is that game? Um, PUBG. Okay. When uh, you can you can set your dude to auto run, so like if you're way far from the active area, I'll just set him to fucking auto run, and then I'll go and you hit need the any dab. Help, Cam? <clears throat> you need any help scraping that out of there? Yeah. Let's go ahead and just help me uh, push that into the into the into the, into the blunt. But yeah, if you ever have a long a long ass travel, because that game is fucking huge. Sometimes you're running forever, and so yeah, you just you just fucking throw down a few dabs on the E now while your character's running on his own. You just give it to like the old double click or whatever it was. Um, what the hell is another good one? Anytime, uh, if you're playing a first person shooter, my rule of thumb is if somebody kills you, that's like you can thank that person for killing you because now they just provided you the opportunity to have a little dab. <laughs> you never mad at the fucking fifteen year old that's just super ace. Yeah, his, his talking neurons, shit calling you the n word. Neurons are firing at a million miles an hour. Hopped up on fucking Mountain Dew. Yeah, basically. Starbursts. Right. Oh man, Starbursts on fire right now. <laughs> I got these. Uh, I got some sweet tart pipe bites. Yeah, those are fire, but I don't want to lift smack <laughs> on the thing. No, no, no. We ain't get those right now, but I got them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I like to that, and so when I'm when I'm playing like even even Minecraft, if I build like a fucking, uh, you have to build rails and travel on rails yep, and yep. Minecraft. If I'm traveling, mm-hmm. I'll get a dab time. Yep. Or uh, a one way to get really high on that, mm-hmm. if you're playing survival, every nightfall monsters come out and fuck with you. If you're trying to build and shit, they'll just plague you, and it's, it's annoying. So you go sleep in the bed. It's sun, but every time you sleep, you take a dab. I guarantee Minecraft will get fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's so often if you're just dabbing the fuck out, or like a good one is watch cops and every time they find a crack pipe, you gotta take a dab. Ooh, yeah, dab strong. games are fun for TV. Yeah, yeah. But what do you usually do after work? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah. So, like, a lot of times after work, I'll get on, like, the, you know, You're, video games or something do, like that. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's, that's pretty common. So um, it, if I'm really trying to chill. Like, right um, when you walk in the door, do you feel the need to? I'll usually smoke a blunt, like, right as quick as I can after work. Often I've ha- I roll it in the morning. Yeah. And it's ready to go pretty much right when I'm off work. Okay. And uh, I don't always smoke the whole thing because, like, just smoking a whole blunt to my face kind of right. like, just even the tobacco's probably too yeah know, it's a lot um like two-thirds of it goes down in the first sash yeah and then uh you know then i'm kind of satisfied i'm like okay now you cool. can yeah and then i'll you know depending on what i'm doing now or, you, you can know, figure out what video game you feel like playing and yeah. or a movie or netflix or what you know whatever the yeah. activity may be after that to then play your dab game yeah exactly <laughs> i see i see so typically when I get home, see, I wish I had something rolled up already. Typically when I get home, it's like, I just hurry up and take a dab right away. I just want to get high as quick as possible. So I'll take a dab right away and I'll think I want to roll something up. Yeah. And I'll start getting the weed ready to break it down. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to take a bong hit real quick. And then I end up probably smoking like a blunt or a joint's worth of weed through the bong. Gotcha. Like almost by accident, out of impatience. Okay, I could see that. You know, it's kind of like when I rolled up the blunt. You're like, I'm, I'm just taking a snap of this. 
Right. Yeah. I exactly. Could see, I could see it. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to roll this shit up. That takes me like seven <laughs> minutes. I don't got seven minutes. I want to yeah, take a bong hit right that. now. Even I, after I took a dab. I rarely take bong hits at home. Me Super too. I'm rarely doing that. I'm rarely hitting that bong these days. Yeah. Mostly just dabs inside. No, that's why I don't go through as much of those frontos as you guys. Fair enough. Yeah. I uh, I would say my routine is typically uh, a dab when I first get home. Um, if it's not a dab, then I'm going to have to spend the time rolling a, like rolling a blunt. And I don't feel like that's a bad thing by any means. Um, but it's one of those things that I do feel like is... I don't know more like I like I'm I'm a little impatient because I'm so sober, like right. uh, like I like I like I don't have that anticipation necessarily to to roll like as if as if I'm getting out of bed from being sober that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I mean, I might just be complaining as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's necessarily as valid as like to to say that's how I feel every day. But I would say that my I, I typically do a dab first and then so go you from say there. That and I I feel like because I've already got that blunt rolled. Like when I'm when I'm brewing my coffee, I roll two blunts. It's like gotcha. my morning ritual. Yeah. And uh so that yeah, usually that second one is still unlit by the time I'm off work. Right. So once I go inside and it's like you were talking about then that laziness sets in, like your first dab. So then I'm like looking at all the dab rigs and the like the emails maybe not even on and I'm I'm like, oh man, I should be heady and take some cord stabs if I want, but that that requires like getting the torch and like, <laughs> I, I don't know, I just get like lazy on it. Me too. Yeah, and it's I don't know, it's probably a good thing. Like if weeds do good, you know, right? Yeah, the weeds great and the dabs are great, and I'm already <laughs> high, and I'm high to the point where I'm being too lazy to get higher. Yeah, I guess I don't need to be high. Right, it's like when uh, you've been bullshitting for a minute in a rotation. And the person who's been camping on the the rig or the the bong, they're like, "Did I hit this?" It's like, "Pass it up." Yeah, you can't remember you don't deserve it. Exactly, you don't need it. Yeah, exactly. What you need, bro? In the drawers, there's some papers. In the drawers, there's I some... split the split the wrapper. Uh oh, he needs a band aid. Sometimes, ones? yeah. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, that band aid tech is real. It works pretty well. Yep, I'll even use another Fronto to it. Yeah, if you ever do use a little bit of Fronto, just seal it on the inside. It works so much better. What do you mean? Well, because like instead of trying to put a Band-Aid on the outside, just take a little patch, put it on the inside. Where uh, it usually it, usually if I do it, it's too... Uh, too late. Too late. Yeah, I'm like... I feel that. The, and that's where like I would do what he's doing and just use the paper. So yeah, I put it on the inside because some of, some of the little bit I have left has like some holes in it. Yeah, if you if you have just like one hole, you can put a little patch right. on, yeah, on the inside. And then like you'll kind of see it trying to like balloon a little bit, but fuck, they smoke pretty well. All right. Yeah. I'll do that. One day I'll have to show you guys how I do a like a primo roll where I uh that would be awesome. Use no um spit and I have the cigar glue cuz it comes in powdered form, so you just got to right. make it on the fly. Yeah, you and, talked uh, about having that. Yeah, so, um, and, and I kind of like, I have like a tech nailed down and I cut a veinless piece of uh, cigar wrapper, you know, from a nice leaf. But it's right. it's like a completely different smoking experience. Got you. And I, I haven't rolled one for a little bit, but I'm pretty sure I could nail it again. That would be phenomenal. I'd be excited to, to watch you do that. It would be awesome. <clears throat> 
So I did something cool this week. I uh I don't I'm not a glass blower. I have too much respect for the people that really do that shit to even try to claim I'm a glass blower. Sure. But I own a torch and I can put pieces of glass in it and things that you can smoke weed out of will come out of it. Got you. So yeah. what would you call that? Like a I'm an apprentice. Okay. He's yeah. an aficionado. I'm a glass blowing apprentice. My my <laughs> hobby is glass blowing and I'm an apprentice at it. There you go. That's what it is. I remember is. you talking about having your own spot and back so, in the market days. It's cool to see it finally come to fruition. Yeah, because this has been like what five years. I've been yeah. wait. I've been waiting for a long time for you to been doing this. I've been I've been waiting for a while. I want to come watch you, man. I want to come blow glass You've with been you. Waiting, dude. I'm dude. talking like I don't even. Is it is like five years fair? Maybe even yeah. six now. Let's see. Like what the? Fuck I'm not saying my weight's more valid than yeah. your weight. I'm just saying. Oh jeez. Yeah. 2014 yeah. for sure. Five years. Yep. Yeah, because so we had it at Angelo's for a while, and then that lasted about a year that I probably blew glass then, and that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been two years since I've blown glass. It'll be two years in October, so whatever. I would love to, you know, check it out, whatever. Just so, Give me some ideas. As of right now, I just have to hook up the gas lines to the propane tank and the oxygen tank. I just, m- me and the dude who... Me and Angelo's schedules haven't corresponded. I think gotcha. I'm going to get them at noon tomorrow. Nice. Now that I think about it. Even though it's Try that out. going on three in the morning now, hopefully I'll be able to get up by noon to get out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited though. So this weekend I was able to, uh, with the help of with the help of a few different people, I was able to get the bench put Mac? together. No, it's Mac and Rude Boy, but there might be no, a no, solid piece like of Mac and gas in there. Mac yeah, and cool. Rude Boy in this blunt with a bunch of uh, Girl Scout cookie-ish. Yeah, Let's dr- taste it. I know. Dry, dry hit. Dry hit. Mm. Yep, I taste that Rude Boy in there. Yep. But that weird sour from the from the Mac comes through. Yep. That's going to be good. It's going to get us fucking high. We're going to be all fucked up again. Yeah, here we go again down the rabbit hole. Again, I put this hash in the uh, the middle of this blunt. Just uh, I did a sandwich, you know. That's the way to do it, man. A little a little bed and bu- little mattress and box spring. It's the best way to have the uh, have it burn right. Twist and talk after hours. Right. So yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> to have this glass blowing bench going. Hopefully, I'll be able to show some stuff off. Have some, maybe have a custom piece over here for us eventually. At least we'll have some dabs, dabbers and carb caps, bare minimum. Yeah, that'd be dope. You got to get me a knuckle roller. A knuckle roller, huh? Oh, that thing yeah. you sent me. Is that a... That thing you sent me? Oh, yeah. Yep, the little thing that rolls between your knuckles. I thought it was a very <laughs> action. <laughs> little, bone, little knuckle bone. Knuckle roller, huh? Knuckle, knuckle bone. Roller, Two knuckles knuckle deep. Bone. What? I, I think it's like a knuckle bone. Not yeah, sure they probably they probably go by whatever. That's knuckle yeah. bone sounds a little more a little knuckle more edgy, bone? edgy. Maybe because yep. it looks like a little because it does look like a bone. Yeah, yeah. I have to you have to send me another video of that so I can see what it is. I can make it. It doesn't look hard. I think you just gather up. Yeah, it looks like two carb hands. caps facing each other. Yeah, yeah, like two little bubbles. It would even be cool to have it hollow, have some shit inside of it. Yep, I could do that. I oh, can make it so it's a carb cap. That's pretty nice. How about honestly, that? it's really creamy. That that uh, that Mac kind of co- like is pretty upfront right now. I'm also getting a lot of a lot of wrap. I was gonna say, what kind of wrap did you get? One of those creams? No, this is unflavored. This is just natural. 
Just went with a hot leaf. Or the oh, hot okay. hot skull, whatever the hell leaf. They're not terrible. They're a little aggressive. I'm crossfaded as shit right now. I believe now. it's probably the QB fifty two style Fronto. So if you ever are looking on the list and you see the QB fifty two, in my experience it smokes a lot like this hot leaf. Nice. I also uh, with that that the guy that I got that stayed with us, Mike's my roommate, uh, his best friend. Gotcha. He tobacco, uh, uh yeah, he grows B two. B two. B two. And he said, like, he was talking about, like, uh, just, like, he was trying to tell me, like, it's not some fancy name. It was, like, what, like, QB52? Like, that's what the website shows. And, like, that apparently that's what the most is common is for that, for this around here. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, QB52 is, like, what's considered standout or standard pronto leaf. Getting a little more Rude Boy overtones now. It's really great. The, that wrapper's finally rude burnt boy. off. <clears throat> oh, I love Rude Boy. Oh, yeah. I've had this Mac now for, I'm going to say, since episode three. Since episode three, I bought this Mac. I've wow. Just, I had a lot of that beer on my tongue still. Two. We did Mac episode two. Fuck. Yeah, I noticed that body on the stout compared to the porter. Way more. Yeah, it just really coats it re- the mouth more. Yeah, it saturates and it's really robust. This is Imperial Stout? This is an Imperial Stout, yeah. So what's the difference between an Imperial Stout and a regular Stout? If I'm getting this right, it's like a Russian Imperial Stout. It was a beer that was brewed with enough ingredients to last the journey to Russia. Ah. So like an Indian Pale Ale. I was just going to say that. Yeah, they had to put enough hops in it. Hops acted as a preservative. They tried using so many different things. Like with Belgian beers, they're often so heavily spiced and yeasty. But it was before hops had really taken off on a real classic. And the, the spices, to some degree, are uh, going to stop. Uh, so where were the beers coming from to go to India? England. England? Yeah, because they, they remember they kind of ruled there for a long oh, time. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, it was in that time yep. period. That's why so they, it was like really that's hard they got them accents And the shipment there. had to go all the way around in the water. It wasn't like it went straight through. Yeah, it wasn't no airplanes. It was a long-ass journey through. And so it was heavily hops could make it through. Uh, right, but you had to make like, and the more ingredients you put into a beer, the more um, alcohol and flavor. So when you consider it's an imperial, it's like it was brewed for the, an imperial league of people. So people gotcha. who were, you know, had more money. Or imperial whatever. means royalty. Royalty, yeah. So that used is, to be one of my nicknames. It's imperial name. <clears throat> okay. Having to do with or pertaining to royalty is the true definition of imperial. Gotcha. So um, when you get into these like. Like an Indian pale ale is that, but like a Russian, you know, like stout was made to travel. But the imperial version is like it was brewed for extra fancy. Yeah, really fancy. And like it's just because it's got a shit ton of ingredients. And that's why the alcohol content can get so high is because it has a lot more ingredients to offer the fermentation, a lot more sugars to then ferment through the, you know, process. And that's why the body on it is just so ridiculous. And if you really get into nerding out on, on beer, you'll see there's uh, something called an original gravity. Basically, depending okay. on how much ingredients you put into the beer, the uh, you'll get a different reading for the original gravity. Oh, and, that's mm, cool. You can kind of judge like whether you think the beer has enough, you know, in it to excite you or whatever. Right. There was one thing I wanted to talk about because before I wrap this uh, this blunt, I cut off a section. Um, because of uh, what was called sweating in the leaf. So whenever the leaf goes through aging process and the fermentation process of getting to you know this brown state, um, it 
can start sweat to sweat. Um, and that's smoke, by the way. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and basically that means the aging process has been expedited in that section. Um, I cut it off and you can always tell because it's got like a blackish brown, like really dark section. And you can also tell because it bleeds through to the backside of it. Um, and that's just it. What, what happens there is the nicotine tends to concentrate and the flavor okay. tends to just kind of be a little bit more bitter. It's not really a desirable part. Almost looks like when your uh, fast food bag gets greasy from French fries. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Very much so. Man, I want some of that right now. So, like, if you guys oh, ever yeah. if you guys ever pick up a leaf from the store and you get like it's got a bunch of that in there, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a harsh smoke. Or you should just go get another one. Okay. Um, like they, they sometimes the sweating can be so bad that the grower can just cut that section off uh, for you. In my last batch of uh, Havana Seven, that that was that was that was the case in one of the leaves. Maybe maybe that was the case. Maybe it just had a really bad hole or some deterioration or mold or something like that on there too. So they just cut that section cut off. off. You can tell because it's got like a big square or whatever the fuck. Nice. It's also this fun too because he also pointed out like uh, some like thumb holes and stuff like that because like I don't know it's just cool man people handle this shit like it's it's a, it's a real it's a real fucking piece of piece of uh, agriculture yeah agriculture if you're uh, curious I don't know if you've already done this but I got lost in the rabbit hole of watching cigar uh, videos on YouTube yeah I did I've... a really fun rabbit hole there um, of just how they grow it um, how they age them how they you know cure them Gosh. sort them roll the things, test them, like age like age the cigars themselves, not just the leaves. But it's just, there's so many steps to it. So get yourself some Rude Boy and roll up a blunt and then sit and watch some videos about how to roll cigars and get yeah. your roll game on point. Right. That's That'd right. That'd be a fun thing to do when you're high. You know what else a fun thing to do in your high is, Cam? What's that? Watching Endgame. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Are we doing this tomorrow? Get high and do that. We're gonna do this tomorrow. No, I have to go. I forgot. I have to go get gas lines for my glass blowing, please. Oh, that's watch true. It tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. No pressure, anyways. There's no pressure. There's it always no pressure. Best movie, though. You should see it. It is really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's all about time travel. Spoiler alert! Yep. This motherfucker. <laughs> Who didn't know that? I, I didn't, didn't know I that. Didn't know all, that. First of all, yeah. See. I didn't know going in, and he didn't know before he said it. See, so now we're how could you not know that from Infinity War? Here's that sunset sherbet. Now that I finished rolling that blonde, it's time. That sherbet is happening. It's happening, Captain. Happening, Captain. Sherbet's such a good strain. It's it really is. Cookies and pink panties. Yeah, yeah, flavor town. Describe it as having like Ooh, a really wow. fork high. I would agree. That was a good head rush there. We got no kebabs going on this week. No kebabs. Oh, that's, yeah. No kebabs. No kebabs. You didn't have to get the bucket. That's real. It's like maybe the nicer weather or something, you know? Um, I forget what I ate last time. Uh, too much dairy. Yep. That'll dairy. do it. I'll give you that mucus. What was that? He was in that sherbet. That sherb. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. That was, that was phenomenal. Man, I had a couple yeah. of those diamonds in the sauce. It was ooey good. <coughs> yeah, it was fire. Mm. Oh, yeah. Super sweet. I don't get too much like of the doughy craziness, but it's like right there. Very, very terpy. Yeah, I was happy to. That's great. Try that it. high is like nice. I'm always like oh. hesitant. I'm like, is it real, Sherber? I don't know. It <laughs> is real. This is real. Yeah, this is real. real. It's there. 
This thing's running pretty good. Uh-oh. Just hit it with that lighter. I don't have one. There it is. Which, uh, is that Cloud9 Rude Boy? Cloud9 Rude Boy. Dope. Yep, the best Rude Boy. Yep, we're doing a faves, so. Oh, yeah. One of my faves. True. I'm about to go pick up another quarter from Muck. Yeah, Muck got him still. Oh, Muck's got him still. What? Oh, man. Yeah, go get a quarter of Rude Boy. Don't. From Muck O'Teal. Don't. I got the day off. It's bad. It's horrible. We hate this blunt. Yeah, this won't be uploaded till I get it. So <laughs> I'll be all right. Going in tomorrow. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go in tomorrow before I upload this episode. It'll, it'll, this episode's going to be up on Tuesday. On Tuesday, it'll be up that quick, huh? It'll be up that quick. I'm just going to wow. like, yeah, dude. I've I've got the process almost nailed to where it's just it doesn't take but like a little bit to place the intro and you know that's the, awesome. Yeah, it's good to go. That's awesome. Appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Yeah. You're really getting good at this, Cam. Thanks. I want to thank you for pri- for providing this for us. Heck yeah, dude! It's been a it's been a pleasure, and it's also <laughs> been a great growing experience to be able to even somewhat provide this advice to somebody else or anything like that. That's been awesome. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty valuable for all you all of us in, in general. If anybody wants to do a podcast, hit up Cam. Maybe he'll be able to squeeze you in somewhere. Exactly. I like mean, it's, it's not free, but you know. Right. I I I went to I went to college. I got to I got the I got the degree for it. Yep. Because he was a Navy boy. I was a Navy boy, and I got that 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 uh, that GI? free ride. Is it a GI bill that pays for that too, or is that just yeah, the housing? That's a GI bill that pays for that, okay. and GI bill pay, gives you the stipend too. It's one of the. It's just a benefit, yeah. Okay, I, n- I don't know enough about it. It's an, it's a nice one, honestly. I, I would say it's like to not be smug. It's my. It's it was the biggest reason why I went to went into the, into the military. Well, yeah. It's 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 just being honest. Yeah. I feel like. That is a good reason to go into the military is for the benefits for you. Oh yeah, I came I mean, from a small town in Texas, man. There's nothing. In, there's nothing in there. Like the people who go into the military for like hoorah, USA, I think are like a little gung ho about it. And I don't know about those people. I don't trust them. <laughs> you don't trust them? I don't. Yeah. They'll probably punch me in the face. They yeah, probably right. would. And they probably they, if if you if and you they'll would... probably punch me in the face for saying what I just said. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly. They'd, they'd probably they'd, they'd probably stand the fuck up and be like, "What the hell? Right? You're and not so patriot." That's why. I mean, it's okay to be gung ho about something. It really is. It's not that, like, and that's not a. It's not a bad thing to be proud of where you're from, too. I think that that's something that, um, almost I don't well, see a whole lot of pride in, in a lot of Americans I, where they're for where they're from. I think at the end of the day, they should be. I sometimes this it maybe does a controversial worry subject where um, there's the whole idea of like people farming, and that you have to like to seed their roots. You really make them proud of like where they're from. Because yeah. in reality, like having people in a, like people are profitable. Having them there, they generate revenue and taxes and, right. you know what I mean? So like to, to see, like to be able to get them and root them really deep. And, and you know, and I'm like, that's the kind of shit that comes to mind when I see like NFL games that are just like, people are going fucking apeshit about something. Over their hometown fucking Over their brain. hometown team. Like, and, they, and like... Just because it came from that place, like it doesn't have any affiliation to them. Like yeah. that's talk yeah. about a fucking hoorah that scares me. Well, right? it scares like, me people, more when it's about are, actually are murdering excited. people in a different country. Yeah, yeah, that, dude. Well, and it's not they shouldn't be like excited to murder. That's that's not cool. those are the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that's a little rough. Yeah, because um, it's not. It shouldn't be just like a license to kill in like a creepy way. No, but 
Yeah, I mean, fucking, it's cool. Like, I, I, I kind of understand sports, but I don't really. Like, the level of excitement that some people have, and, like, it's just, like, I don't know. Yeah, I've gotten in and out of sports. I Actually, you know what it is for me? I just love competition. Okay. I love watching. I don't care. You could be pitching pennies. <laughs> he wants to throw a bet I down and, see. And, and see someone lose. I want to see. I'm just joking. I see someone lose. I but. love. So I love watching the Olympics. That's one of my favorite shits to watch. I love watching the Olympics. Gotcha. I love watching people that have. Well, like talent. Well, yeah. The like best in the, the world. That's why I like the Olympics. I like the Olympics because it's the best people in the world. The Olympics is just fun regardless. I like seeing people who have dedicated their entire lives to this. And now we're seeing it come to fruition for one of the first times on a major platform. Exactly. That's fair. That shit excites the shit out of me. It really does. I was like, like the Olympics, it's so seldom compared to like, you know, a team just doing their fucking thing on the, like twice a week or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get nearly excited over a football game. Yeah. You know? That's fair. I'm I'm so uncompetitive in reality though. Like Oh I, me I'm too. Not, I don't want to play. Not, you don't want to battle? <laughs> <laughs> not really. I mean like sometimes like when I'm like super good at something, like if I'm just super good at it, like I'm down to do whatever I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I feel like there's a lot of uh I feel like it's it's not I think it's just more human uh, I don't know, maybe it's just more I like being more humble about just even the things that I'm good at still. Like I'm I'm still trying to grasp the fact that I might be good at guitar. Right. <laughs> I just like I like when it comes to keeping score. Yeah. It just takes the fun out of it so often. I know. Maybe. And like I I, I think I, I think also like the standard that I set my for myself are always, you know, the people that I idolize in guitar playing for specifics in in this situation. Right. Um, oh dude, so. music is ruthless. Yeah, it's it hard. really is. I try to produce fucking electronic music like you're yeah. fantastic at it, though. I mean, I appreciate the props. It it's it's hard to convince yourself. It's so hard. It's so fucking hard. Like you know, like yeah, like yeah. I not like. I think that's at the end of the day. I think just having enough people, you know, at least compliment on it, compliment you on it. The more like once you drop your EP, if you if you ever if you ever get the get a, when you get around to that, man, like I guarantee you, you're gonna be able to. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing a lot of good feedback from it because people are gonna finally be able to hear it. Yeah, I'd like to see what. <laughs> feedback like it sucks getting feedback from people when they know it's something you made because it's like they're already obligated to give you an opinion like like the the first question so many people they're like they like reaffirm they're like you made this yeah like that's a like like i can't like monty and you're just like yeah i made this like that's not what we're here for like is this does it sound? I don't know. And it's so hard. Like it, I think at this point, it's like. Do you I wish only, you could show people without them knowing it was you who made it? Then, I, at a point, yeah, I almost like feel like it'd be better to just blind test people. Yeah. Like, hey, I found this dope track. Check it out. Check right? it out, and then see what they say, and then be like, well, okay, I made it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of sneaky, but hey, not that's really. not a bad thing we'll to do, whistle. man. Yeah, that's maybe really not be the way to do it. And then at the other point is, I feel like I just want some professional opinions. For sure, I like you know. to be okay, but like, like, like a hundred percent honest, man. Like the even the even the type of EDM that you show me, like on even on Spotify and whatever we are, just sitting around and stuff like that. Like I vibe with just on a certain level, just because I feel like that, you know, the, even the fact that you have some metal roots and the fact that I appreciate metal in a certain way too. Like I feel like that has a lot of translation to whenever you have a taste in EDM and other genres too. Sure. Um, in that sense, like 
I feel like that you have a very complex <coughs> sensitivity with those kinds of uh, tones, and that's really cool, dude. Like, like, like in in even the inspiration that you pull from uh, the EDM that you've shown me, it's sure. real. Like, it's real. Like, I think that, like, nonetheless, like, like, find like. I feel like people should be confident in their skills. Like, I think there's a certain level of humility we should always obtain. Just like, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to really go and stomp someone else's pride or like some make some feel, make someone feel like that they can't, uh, they'll never measure up or anything like that. Like, that's just not me, my personality. Right. There are people out there that do do that, of course, but, um, do do they're out there. Do do heads. Um, but I think that <laughs> being proud of what you're doing and at least, uh, you know, being able to like, I feel like the work always speaks for itself. At the end of the day, that's that's what that's what I really think it comes down to. Like, if yeah. you if you can if you can do it, industry standard is so fucking high right now. It's really hard to compete, or like it's you know what I mean. Like, it, you're only supposed to compare yourself to yourself, and so in that regard, like, I feel like obviously I'm always like learning and growing, but at the same time, as like, you should be, when you uh, like a be a track with somebody else that's like you know cutting edge and dropping shit right now yeah the difference. <laughs> that's he said dropping shit funny. as he dropped the blunt that's too um, fucking funny synchronicities the uh it's been, it's, it's, it's been about really this hard it's really hard to create that extreme dynamic that is produced nowadays and i don't know if that's down to like mastering you know what i mean like i'm still like figuring all this shit out one day at a time but you know that's that's part of the fun i think a lot about Today's shit, though, is also just doing you, and there's such um, so many pathways to get your stuff to people that you'll find your people that love you doing you. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Even in our own way. Well, like, I think, twist and talk specifically. Right. I think a lot of the, um, it's, it's weird to say it, but um, even what we're talking about with uh, being hard to show people. Because you you want to get an earnest opinion, I think that's why I almost want to go for a enigmatic character and not like the gorillas. Yeah, like try to portray like the guar or something like that, and try to portray like more of a a show or something that's like larger than life instead of just trying to present something that's like me. So when I finally do launch, it's like, I'm never going to tell anybody on the podcast how to find me. It's like, hopefully you're just into this music and I make it big enough for it to find your ears. You know what I mean? Like that's, I got you. Yeah. And, and, and like I, not to be like, and I'm sure people could figure it out. It's me. It's not going to be that hard to find out, but at the same time, like, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about like, cause it's going to take like to do a project. that's really dope. It takes a fucking team. Okay. You know what I mean, and that's kind of where it like comes down to like my non-competitive nature. Like I, I the like as far as like who can help me fucking portray this vision that I have. The more the merrier, you know, in all these fucking right. technical fields between like the the you know visual uh, and and the audio. Like I'm saying, just getting it to the right. Like there's just so much to getting a dope presentation. Gotcha. It's beyond the music. Right. You know, and that's really what Sinking I think. Sinking it all up. Yeah. And that's where it, like, gets to be a very daunting, wow. you know, uh, project. I can understand but, that. Yeah. Jeez. With with folks like Jam, though, on deck to help me out. And, yeah. You're on the you right know, path. Like, yeah, every day, like, every time I sit down and make another tune, it's like I fucking just hear my fucking, you know, my short, my sword's always sharper. Right. Hacking down fucking beat after beat. 
Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, music is great. I love it. It's cool that you're doing fucking live shows and got a band. Like, it's so hard to mm-hmm. get a decent just drummer on deck. Like, if you got a yeah. drummer that can hold a goddamn beat, that's it. Like, you're fucking 75% the way there. Right. right. <laughs> solid, too. So, like, like metronomic. Solid. Dope. Nice. Yeah, that's fucking 100%, like, super difficult these days. Mm-hmm. Any days. Like, you know, how like, what parent in their right mind wants to give a fucking kid a drum set <laughs> you know what i mean right. and that's what it takes yep. to be like a damn prodigy or somebody that's like a young, young a young person yeah that can just have the fucking metronome in their head mm-hmm. not that you know there's not just rhythm in people but fuck dude i have aspirations to get an electric drum set honestly just yeah. so i can keep just so i can just practice again I, I used to play drums for like a year and a half i sat behind a kit like a week ago Dude, it's real. It's, it's fucking fuck. so fun. Yeah, it's like it's fun. I feel like it was good because like you like working in a bar, you got to be able to shake a drink in one hand and stir a drink in the other. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like fucking you know spinning your what are they your, yeah, rubbing your belly your belly pat your, your head. head. So yeah, it's one of these fucking things, and so I think that just it's it's like it's all crossover. It's good practice. Yeah. So how are we feeling now, guys? I'm feeling pretty solid, honestly. Like, like I'm right there. I'm right in that spot that I that like. I really, I really aspire to be after after I get off work. And it's three yeah. o'clock in the morning. It is. The beer's doing good. Yeah. Like not this, too much, but just right. Tasted really good. It really fucking did. That last blunt really just put us where we need to be. I'm gonna take one dab of this. Uh, what sherb. is it again? The sherbet. Sunset, Sunset sherbet. And it's like like think, think, like it takes me back to that classic sherb. Call it a like night after that. Really good. Just dab for him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go in on that and I think we're gonna call it boys. Let's do it. So uh I'd say this has got me on that level of like we we're talking about the flow state. Yep. Yeah. I feel like this has got me in the flow state. Nice. Yeah, it's like I'm I, like we were talking about maybe not smoke myself sober, but got myself into that just like really edgy, like I'm on I'm on I'm on par like I'm like super on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about on it, but just um reaction, you know. Yeah, like, the, like like flowing on reaction. Yeah, you're good. Like yeah. you're just, you're just you're right there on the plane. Right. Yep. You're in the fr- you're in the frequency. You're on the wavelength. Right. You're not. You're. Not, it's like you're not thinking too hard. Not at all. So then you're you're better at uh, you're well adept. Mm-hmm. Your vocabulary and your speech is not uh, hindered or anything like that. I don't know. I feel good. <laughs> I feel really good. And honestly, the smokes uh, that we've been doing this God. session has been really. Uh, I don't know. Just. On par, it's just so good. Yeah, I feel like smoking. Like, I don't mean to get too woo woo. Yeah, I feel it's like candy. smoking quality stuff and just imbibing quality stuff puts you on like it's like the higher vibrations. Yeah, you know the more the more uh, quality and and like it's not quality, but the like like your your own personal standards and you check these boxes that of like what you like to do. I think that yeah, that just enhances the experience, right? Well, and and just so much of like what we're uh, imbibing has been uh, cared for and nurtured. You feel better a, about yourself when you when you're uh, when you know you're um, like using high end things or just right. a, it's a better quality sure. product. Just overall, you know. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you're, you're you're vibing off all the love and care, because it right. does take a lot of love and care to get these 
things to the <laughs> to the levels they are. Sure. Well, also, you know, like that's if you're why spend, they weren't talking about. If you're gonna spend your money on it, man. You're gonna you you want it to be able to pay off. You know what I'm saying? Like I think at the same time, like we're talking about these top shelf experiences over here. Like you you're spending the the money that you worked for in right. this day and age. So like that's that's important to be able to be fulfilled and and not just I feel like one way, but in the entire uh like the entire aspect of of what weed can offer. Right. I think that's cool that we're bringing out some of the, you know, things that maybe people can try out with a solid, you know, review. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Got no reason to front on any of this stuff. Not at all. Like, we're paying for it all out of our pockets. Exactly. Yeah, if it was boo-boo, I'd be, you know, like... Be mad about it. Yeah. We'd tell you. Right. <laughs> that being said, I'm pretty fucking... Uh, I don't know. I have I have a discerning eye from a long time of cannabis experience, so I'm mm-hmm. typically not trying to buy something that I think is going to be bad. So it's like yeah. I can't I can't expect everybody to have that ability to you know know which item to pick when it comes to fucking thousands on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so, kind of why we're doing this to yeah, let people know. Help, damn! You might need your uh, fucking almost key, needed the kebabo bucket. Your almost bucket. needed it. <laughs> All right, twisters, keep it twisted. Keep it twisted. That's not funny. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>